What's up, John? Not much, yourself? Uh, you know, getting ready for another game of the NBA Finals, which is actually tied one-to-one at the moment, and I'm kind of shocked about. Are you shocked that it's one-to-one because the Warriors have managed to win a game at the Raptors, or are you shocked because the Raptors managed to win a game at all? Um, see, okay, so when we first did this, I thought that the Raptors and the Warriors were going to go six, okay? So I think okay. the Raptors were going to win a game at, at at one point. I'm shocked it's tied because I'm shocked that the Raptors didn't win game two. Yeah, uh, you and me both. I think that was probably a must win. Though, if Thompson doesn't play tonight, I think that massively helps their case. Because if Thompson plays tonight, I think game two was a must win. Um, if Thompson doesn't play tonight, I think this thing goes seven. So, I mean, let's play off that dynamic right away because, I mean, this is going to be a great episode. we got the game coming up here soon. Obviously, if Clay Thompson plays tonight, he's a huge factor for the Warriors' offense. But what happens if he goes out there and tweaks his hamstring even farther and gets hurt even more? Um, Do you want the head coach answer or do you want my actual opinion? I want your actual opinion. And and then you can go into the head coach answer if you want. Okay. Um, My opinion is it's worth it because they get Kevin Durant back in the next game and – as long as they have one of those two guys on the court, they win the rest of the games, and it's a gentleman sweep. Sure. Um, the coach's answer is obviously you don't want to hurt him and have him lost for the rest of the series. And I think that's a valid point. You don't want to lose him for the rest of the series, obviously, because he's an all-star player. But I think if they put him out there and he gets further hurt, they're the one team with the luxury of another superstar behind him about to come back in. And you know Kevin Durant is not going to sit this entire series out. So, I mean, speaking to that, what what, what if Katie's actually hurt right now? Because I was talking to Leon later. You guys will get to go to very well coming up. But I was talking to Leon, and if what, what do you really have to miss with Klay Thompson going forward? Obviously, if he gets hurt again, then obviously he's out for the rest of the series. But you're only worried about that if Kevin Durant's not coming back. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, I think if you're a coach, you're worried about your guy on a personal level, though, too. You don't want – because if he's out for the rest of the series, that could be the kind of damage that hurts him in free agency going forward in his career. So, sure. I think there's a good chance they don't play him tonight, but I think Clay is going to be the one who gets to make the decision. Yeah, I mean, from what the reports came out saying earlier, the Warriors want to sit Clay Thompson. They want to make sure he's healthy for or maybe game five, depending on how long he needs to sit. But if the Raptors win this game tonight and Clay does play, I mean, obviously that's kind of a catch-22 at that point. Do the Raptors take control of this series? And are they the favorites then? Yes, absolutely. Raptors winning at the Warriors is a bigger deal than the Warriors winning at the Raptors. Absolutely. Plus they get home court advantage back. So, yeah, I mean, it's that's a huge dynamic shift. And the thing if, is, if, if the Raptors are going to win anyways, or you know that they're going to come out and playing very well tonight, um, little known fact for everybody, the uh, Toronto Raptors have never lost a away game in the finals. Fair enough. Just just know that. To uh, be fair, though, they lost the fourth quarter of the last game, and 
they didn't have Clay Thompson or KD or Kevon Looney, who we haven't even mentioned. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Drake's got the tweet that they squeezed it out. But really, if Toronto doesn't hit two huge timely threes at the end, that's a 10-point victory. So, I mean, if the Warriors can do that on the road with their role players, I think there's a chance that they can do it at home from the start with their role players. Clay Thompson did not have that great of a game. No, not at all. I mean, when he was there, I, I do not think that Quinn Cook is below filling in for Thompson for at least one game. Absolutely. I think he's got that in him. He, he is an absolute sniper. He's got the potential to do so. I think he's one of the young, exciting players that Warrior fans should be excited about. If something were to happen and somebody leaves, he'll be able to fill into a role very nicely next year and develop into something going forward. But, I mean, if I'm the Warriors, and this is just my personal preference, I'm sitting Clay Thompson, I'm losing game three, and then I'm getting KD and Clay back. Hopefully next game, and I'm just going to take the next three. Do you disagree or disagree? I mean, if you have to concede this game, I'm not with the Warriors at home, given how their bench has performed in these stress situations without KD dating back four games, five games now. I'm not convinced that the Warriors bench can't pick up a win against this Raptors squad at home. I think if the Raptors win, it's huge, but I'm not sure I'm willing to concede a Raptors victory because they have not been playing well. No. Um, Their guys, I mean, we we can talk about the Warriors injuries. Kawhi Leonard is not 100% either, right? Like he's clearly not, he's got his little spurts of showing himself, but he's definitely not the guy who got them to this finals. Um, You've got Kyle Lowry who has caught whatever foul prone bug Curry had to start the playoffs. Um, He cannot keep himself out of trouble. So I think there's a chance that the Warriors with their home crowd managed to pull out a victory minus their starters. I agree. Just want to say quick, we got about 26 minutes till game time. Clay Thompson has been officially listed as active for tonight. However, they have pulled all of his props off of the uh, Tron board. Um, it looks like he won't be starting. He might get some limited time, but we will we will see about that. What do you think the key factors are for a Toronto Raptors victory tonight, John? Foul trouble again, like I just said. I mean, that, that really killed them going down the stretch in game two. Um, I think they definitely have to find an answer other than the box and one, which has been talked about a lot because that's not sustainable. And even they know that Kawhi even said that it's not sustainable. Um, They need to find an answer for the pick and roll. Um, The Warriors made 22 baskets in the second half and had a collective 22 assists. Sure. So that's that's a pretty big number um 100 percent rate of assists um so pick and roll action is obviously huge you know um i think basically for the raptors it's all on the defensive end because they were getting good looks their shots just weren't dropping in game two um i think they were doing well offensively but their defense is really what hurt them in game two absolutely um Keys for me, I mean, at least is uh, they, they have to find a second hero on that team. Kawhi Leonard cannot be the only one scoring uh, remarkable baskets out there, whether that be getting um, Siakam open on a pick and roll off of Draymond Green 
whether that be Kyle Lowry deciding to step up and get out of this little mindset that he has whenever he gets into a big moment situation. And uh, we might see, uh, o- I don't want to mess his name up, but I think it's OG Ananobi tonight. Yep. Um, if he comes back, gives them some quality minutes and allows people like Norman Powell to have a rest and come back in and be green at all times, good to go. I think that'll play huge off of the Raptors. As far as right. the Warriors go, what do you think would be the keys for them to win tonight? Um, I think Boogie. Sure. Uh, clearly, you know, coming on, in, into second game off that injury, dude played a hell of a game, right? Game two, that he played four times as many minutes as he was expecting to play in game two. Yep. And he played quality minutes. That did not look like a dude who was coming off of an injury that we thought was going to keep him out of this entire playoffs. Correct. Um, so Boogie Cousins, huge. Um, Steph Curry, I think, has to earn his first finals MVP tonight because they don't win unless he plays an MVP quality game if That's they don't have Thompson. Um, if they do limit Thompson, I think it's the same scenario. If they're just limiting him, he's a role player essentially in this game then. So I think – the big ones are definitely going to be Steph Curry stepping up and getting that. Um, Draymond Green is the third one for me. Obviously, the emotional leader. He's actually played a very clean, um, very tech-free um, finals, yeah. which is rare for him. He's You can tell he's in a different mindset, and he has coached these guys to victories. You, you watch the Houston series, and you can just see the life that he breathes into the team. So I think uh, – He's got to be big, um, and his defense has to keep them in the game when inevitably Curry goes on those stretches because every shooter, no matter how good you are, is going to go on a stretch where you're not making everything. Absolutely. Curry's going to hit that at some point in the game, and Draymond has to keep them in defensively. Absolutely. And I I agree with the Draymond point. I just want to point out quick that it's funny that as soon as Kevin Durant went down, Draymond Green all of a sudden looks like a, a top 25 player again. He's out here shooting the three. Good enough, not not as well as you would like him to. He makes right. great passes. He plays defense on the best offensive player on the other team at all times. Um, I I I have so much praise for Draymond Green. Always have. I think he is the best defender in the league. He can guard two through five. Um, and I mean, I think he's going to be a key for the the Warriors tonight. I think you brought it up earlier. Another key for them is going to be Quinn Cook. He has to knock down open threes because he's going to get minutes if Clay does not play tonight. Um, right. Warriors rely on three-point scoring. He needs to be a spark off of the bench for them. And I think he will be. I do think he will be. I think you're absolutely right, though. He's got to play well. But I think, to me, it comes down to either Draymond either Draymond Green or Steph Curry. If the Warriors win this series, one of those two is getting the MVP. Absolutely. And that is going to be decided tonight. I oh, think absolutely. tonight is the MVP game. I think Kevin Durant has now missed enough games that no matter what he performs at, he doesn't get an MVP. Um, so. Unless he comes back game seven and there is a game seven and drops 70 points. It's the only way you could even consider him being an MVP candidate. Right. Um, I don't see it being likely. But, I mean, your current finals MVP, John, who is it so far? Um, So far, I, I do think I've got Steph Curry. I think there's a lot of guys that have done a lot of things on the Warriors. But Steph is clearly playing on a different level than he was before they lost Kevin Durant. He's playing vintage Curry. Um, You know, playoff Steph has been a thing, and that is not how he has played in the finals. Um, He's hit big buckets at big times. He's had a fantastic pair of third quarters. Yep. Um, So, to me, it's Steph Curry. I think he gets his first one this year. 
Two, so far, and I agree with you. If the Warriors win, I think Steph Curry wins MVP regardless of what happens going forward. Um, but if I have to give an MVP award so far, it's got to be to Kawhi Leonard. He, uh, he blew up game one, played an amazing game. People expected that the Warriors were going to go in and win game one and set a standard going forward. The Raptors stole that one. They barely lost game two. I know it could have been a 10-point loss, but I think it was four, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? Uh, it would have been five because five. they had a chance to tie or win the game if he missed that. Five, correct. Okay, yep. so they, they lost by five game two. The, the Raptors have played a lot better than people have given them credit for this entire series. I think they're going to come out again tonight, and I think Kawhi's going to have another strong showing. I'm calling for it right now. He's going to score 35. He's going to have eight rebounds, and he's going to have five assists. Probably two steals and maybe a block. He'll shoot around 45%. I think Kawhi is going to get the Warriors uh, – I'm sorry, get the Raptors – a uh, a win in game three, and uh, we, <laughs> I guess that's where I'm going to go from there. Who do you think has the series as it's played out so far, as the injuries mount? Who do you think has the series? Right now, if I had to pick and I'm a betting man, I would pick the Raptors. Okay. Fair enough. I think it's still Warriors in six, you. but... You have the Warriors in six, though? Yeah. I think the Clay Thompson thing scares me. The Kevon Looney thing scares me a lot, too, because he was a, a good man. For their minutes late, um, he played a lot of great defense. Um, yeah, he but always it, a scoring option, but he was that at the rim guy like Bogut was four or five years ago. But Bogut stepped in, man, and he's been there before. So until absolutely. I see him fail at it, I think he can fill those shoes for a couple of games. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, Bogut's a fantastic player. Um, you know what? Bogut's probably one of your favorite players of all time, isn't he? Me, yeah, I think so. Because he played for the Bucks and the Warriors. I get it now. Yeah. I mean, it all makes sense. Well, and he played well for both. I mean, he, he was injured at the Bucks, so he played yep. well for a few games. Um, but, no, I think you have to respect a guy who was like, well, they need me, so I'll come play, but I'm going to go back to the Australian League after this. Like, he's just on loan right now. Yeah. So, I, I respect that. So, real quick, before we get out of here, we got about 18 minutes till tip-off. Um, Leon, you know Leon, he brought up an interesting point. Uh, I, I, he heard it from somewhere else. But free agency this offseason, obviously, Clay, or not Clay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard's a free agent, right? Yep. If you're the Warriors, I want to know which one of these two players you're taking. Clay Thompson or Kawhi Leonard? Um... I think you stick with the guy who's already in your system, who already has chemistry. Um, I'm not saying Thompson is by any means a better player than Kawhi because he's not, but I think he's close enough that the history there is more important. Um, I think there's a chance Kawhi doesn't, there's a chance he doesn't leave. I think, um, I think that chance is growing. I still think he leaves. I think he goes to the Clippers um, the more interesting news that Stephen A. Smith actually broke this morning that I was uh, paying attention to is that it sounds like um, – Don't you dare say Kyrie Irving to the Nets. It sounds like Kyrie Irving to the Nets, right? That changes the dynamic massively because that opens a door that seems to have been cracking a little bit in the first place of Kevin Durant not leaving, yeah. right? Because if Kevin Durant can't build a team – I don't know as he leaves, and I don't think he wants to go to L.A. No. So if you if we see Kawhi, because if Kawhi leaves, he's going to L.A., right? Yeah, um, whether that be the Lakers or the Clippers. So if Kyrie is saying, I'm not going to the Knicks, 
I don't know if Kevin Durant leaves, man. And he's already so, said it's not about the money. No, I know. It's it's about his legacy. And then he's stated that for so long now. But if you're Kawhi Leonard and he stays on the Clippers, do you go to – or if he goes – or stays on the Warriors, rather. Sorry. And do you go to the Clippers then? Or do you look at the Lakers and say that's a more appeasing situation because I can win with that team? I don't know if I'm a top-tier player if I want to step into the mess that is the Lakers right now. Sure. And that's not just my opinion, like, in general. I'm not a huge Lakers fan. I don't have anything against them. I'm not, like, a Lakers hater. Um, sure. But I, I don't know if I want to step into that, that soap opera until things even out there. Clippers have a lot more cap space. They have a lot more to play with. Um, they don't have as many pieces to move to get guys. But they do have themselves in a position where they could put those pieces into place and build a team and suddenly be the better team in L.A., right? Well, I mean, they already are the better team in L.A., but historically speaking, they're not. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm quiet if I do that. To me, as a Bucks fan, the more interesting situation is if Durant stays with Golden State and they can't afford to pay Clay Thompson, do the Bucks pay Chris Middleton or do they bring Thompson over? And would Thompson come? So I think I think Thompson would come, and I think that's a very interesting dynamic. I think we should save that for another podcast when we can get John Leon in here discuss all the possible free agent situations where we think they yes. can land. Um, yes, this is going to be the most fascinating free agency we've seen in a long time, and we're going to need several podcasts to cover it. We're going to have to do like an East and a West. See, this is funny because last year, me and uh, – little story time for the folks listening. Um, me and uh, Mike – we decided, we're, you know what, we're going to do something. We didn't have Anchor at the time. We hadn't learned about this beautiful thing that we have yet. But we were like, we're going to record on Skype through a screen uh, recording app. And then we're going to edit this video up. We're going to put it onto Facebook on Four Guys. And we're going to go from there. We ended up doing, I think it was an hour and 37 minutes on like the top reads. And then we we're going to go into the second one. And we decided to listen back on the first one quick. And the screen recording didn't know this only recorded the picture on screen and not any of the audio (laughs) so uh yeah uh we're gonna do it uh, a better way this year whether that be through our our be live section otherwise it's gonna be here on anchor like we always do our podcast but uh all right john we got 13 minutes till tip off what do you got tonight raptors or warriors that's a that's a tough one right because we don't know what thompson is doing yet i still either way i'm gonna say warriors i think first game at home i think they have the kind of momentum that the raptors had in their game one i'm gonna go raptors say clay thompson does not play tonight but uh we shall see we will see you guys next wednesday Uh, we're gonna get back on our set schedule we missed on you guys last week when we put out our finals article but we hope that that made up for you guys uh stay tuned for any new news on four guys go to thefgsr.com Otherwise, feel free to hit that donut button below um, and enjoy game three. Talk to y'all later. Cheers. What's up, John? Not much yourself. Uh, you know, getting ready for another game of the NBA Finals, which is actually tied one-to-one at the moment, and I'm kind of shocked about. Are you shocked that it's one-to-one because the Warriors have managed to win a game at the Raptors, or are you shocked because the Raptors managed to win a game at all? Um, see, okay, so when we first did this, I thought that the Raptors and the Warriors were going to go six, okay? So I okay. thought the Raptors were going to win a game at, at, at one point. 
I'm shocked it's tied because I'm shocked that the Raptors didn't win game two. Yeah, uh, you and me both. I think that was probably a must win. Though, if Thompson doesn't play tonight, I think that massively helps their case. Because if Thompson plays tonight, I think game two was a must win. Um, If Thompson doesn't play tonight, I think this thing goes seven. So, I mean, let's play off that dynamic right away. Because, I mean, this is going to be a great episode. We got the game coming up here soon. Obviously, if Clay Thompson plays tonight, he's a huge factor for the Warriors' offense. But what happens if he goes up there and tweaks his hamstring even farther and gets hurt even more? Um, do you want the head coach answer or do you want my actual opinion? I want your actual opinion. And, well, and then you can go to the head coach answer if you want. Okay. Um, my opinion is it's worth it because they get Kevin Durant back in the next game. And as long as they have one of those two guys on the court, they win the rest of the games and it's a gentleman sweep. Sure. Um, the coach's answer is obviously you don't want to hurt him and have him lost for the rest of the series. And I think that's a valid point. You don't want to lose him for the rest of the series, obviously, because he's an all-star player. But I think if they put him out there and he gets further hurt, they're the one team with the luxury of another superstar behind him about to come back in. And you know Kevin Durant is not going to sit this entire series out. So, I mean, speaking to that, what what if, what if Katie's actually hurt? Because you know? I was talking to Leon later. You guys will get to go to the show. Very well coming up. But I was talking to Leon, and... If what what do you really have to miss with Clay Thompson going forward? Obviously, if he gets hurt again, then obviously he's out for the rest of the series. But you're only worried about that if Kevin Durant's not coming back. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, I think if you're a coach, you're worried about your guy on a personal level, though, too. You don't want – because if he's out for the rest of the series, that could be the kind of damage that hurts him in free agency going forward in his career. So – Sure. I think there's a good chance they don't play him tonight, but I think Clay is going to be the one who gets to make the decision. Yeah, I mean, from what the reports came out saying earlier, the Warriors want to sit Clay Thompson. They want to make sure he's healthy for four, maybe game five, depending on how long he needs to sit. But if the Raptors win this game tonight and Clay does play, I mean, obviously that's kind of a catch-22 at that point. Do the Raptors take control of this series? and Are they the favorites then? Yes, Absolutely. Raptors winning at the Warriors is a bigger deal than the Warriors winning at the Raptors. Absolutely. Plus, they get home court advantage back. So, yeah, I mean, it's that's a huge dynamic shift. And the thing if, is, if, if the Raptors are going to win anyways, or you know that they're going to come out and play very well tonight, um, little known fact for everybody, the uh, Toronto Raptors have never lost a away game in the finals. Fair enough. Just, just know that. To be fair, though, they lost the fourth quarter of the last game, and they didn't have Clay Thompson or KD or Kevon Looney, who we haven't even mentioned. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Drake's got the tweet that they squeezed it out. But really, if Toronto doesn't hit two huge timely threes at the end, that's a 10-point victory. So, I mean – if the Warriors can do that on the road with their role players, I think there's a chance that they can do it at home from the start with their role players. Clay Thompson did not have that great of a game. No, not at all. I mean, when he was there, I, I do not think that Quinn Cook is below filling in for Thompson for at least one game. Absolutely. I think he's got that in him. He, he is an absolute sniper. He's got the potential to do so. 
I think he's one of the young, exciting players that Warrior fans should be excited about. If something were to happen and somebody leaves, he'll be able to fill into a role very nicely next year and develop into something going forward. But, I mean, if I'm the Warriors, and this is just my personal preference, I'm sitting Clay Thompson, I'm losing game three, and then I'm getting KD and Clay back. Hopefully next game, and I'm just going to take the next three. Do you just agree or disagree? I mean, if you have to concede this game, I'm not – with the Warriors at home, given how their bench has performed in these stress situations without KD dating back four games, five games now, I'm not convinced that the Warriors bench can't pick up a win against this Raptors squad at home. I think if the Raptors win, it's huge, but I'm not sure I'm willing to concede a Raptors victory because they have not been playing well. No, Um, Their guys... I mean, we we can talk about the Warriors injuries. Kawhi Leonard is not 100% either, right? Like, he's clearly not. He's got his little spurts of showing himself, but he's definitely not the guy who got them to this finals. Huh. Um, you've got Kyle Lowry, who has caught whatever foul-prone bug Curry had to start the playoffs. Um, he cannot keep himself out of trouble. So, I think there's a chance that the Warriors with their home crowd managed to pull out a victory minus their starters. Yeah, I agree. Just want to say quick, we got about 26 minutes till game time. Clay Thompson has been officially listed as active for tonight. However, they have pulled all of his props off of the uh, Tron board. Um, it looks like he won't be starting. He might get some limited time, but we will, we will see about that. What do you think the key factors are for a Toronto Raptors victory tonight, John? Foul trouble again, like I just said. I mean, that that really killed them going down the stretch in game two. Um, I think they definitely have to find an answer other than the box and one, which has been talked about a lot because that's not sustainable. And even they know that. Kawhi even said that it's not sustainable. Right. Um, they need to find an answer for the pick and roll. Um, the Warriors – made 22 baskets in the second half and had a collective 22 assists. Sure. So that's, that's a pretty big number. Um, yeah. 100% rate of assists. Yeah. Um, so pick and roll action is obviously huge. You know, um, I think basically for the Raptors, it's all on the defensive end because they were getting good looks. Their shots just weren't dropping in game two. Um, I think they were doing well offensively, but their defense is really what hurt them in game two. Absolutely. Um, keys for me, I mean, at least is uh, they, they have to find a second hero on that team. Kawhi Leonard cannot be the only one scoring uh, remarkable baskets out there, whether that be getting um, Siakam open on a pick and roll off of Draymond Green, whether that be Kyle Lowry deciding to step up and get out of this little mindset that he has whenever he gets into a big moment situation. And uh, we might see uh, – o- I don't want to mess his name up, but I think it's OG Ananobi tonight. Yep. Um, if he comes back, gives them some quality minutes and allows people like Norman Powell to have a rest and come back in and be green at all times, good to go, I think that will play huge off of the Raptors. As far as right. the Warriors go, what do you think would be the keys for them to win tonight? Um, I think Boogie. Sure. Uh, clearly, you know, coming on, in, into second game off that injury, dude played a hell of a game, right? Game two, that he played four times as many minutes as he was expecting to play in game two. Yep. And he played quality minutes. That did not look like a dude who was coming off of an injury that we thought was going to keep him out of this entire playoffs. Correct. Um, so, Boogie Cousins, huge. Um, 
Steph Curry, I think, has to earn his first finals MVP tonight because they don't win unless he plays an MVP quality game if they don't have Thompson. Um, If they do limit Thompson, I think it's the same scenario. If they're just limiting him, he's a role player essentially in this game then. So I think the big ones are definitely going to be Steph Curry stepping up and getting that. Um, Draymond Green is the third one for me. Obviously, the emotional leader. He's actually played a very clean, um, very tech-free um, finals, yeah. which is rare for him. He's You can tell he's in a different mindset, and he has coached these guys to victories. You, you watch the Houston series, and you can just see the life that he breathes into the team. So I think uh, – He's got to be big, um, and his defense has to keep them in the game when inevitably Curry goes on those stretches because every shooter, no matter how good you are, is going to go on a stretch where you're not making everything. Absolutely. Curry's going to hit that at some point in the game, and Draymond has to keep them in defensively. Absolutely. And I I agree with the Draymond point. I just want to point out quick that it's funny that as soon as Kevin Durant went down, Draymond Green all of a sudden looks like a, a top 25 player again. He's out here shooting the three. Good enough, not not as well as you would like him to. He makes right. great passes. He plays defense on the best offensive player on the other team at all times. Um, I I I have so much praise for Draymond Green. Always have. I think he is the best defender in the league. He can guard two through five. Um, and I mean, I think he's going to be a key for the the Warriors tonight. I think you brought it up earlier. Another key for them is going to be Quinn Cook. He has to knock down open threes because he's going to get minutes if Clay does not play tonight. Um, right. Warriors rely on three-point scoring. He needs to be a spark off of the bench for them. And I think he will be. I do think he will be. I think you're absolutely right, though. He's got to play well. But I think, to me, it comes down to either Draymond either Draymond Green or Steph Curry. If the Warriors win this series, one of those two is getting the MVP. Absolutely. And that is going to be decided tonight. I oh, think absolutely. tonight is the MVP game. I think Kevin Durant has now missed enough games that no matter what he performs at, he doesn't get an MVP. Um, and so. unless he comes back game seven and there is a game seven and drops 70 points, it's the only way you could even consider mm. him being an MVP candidate. Right. Um, I don't see it being likely, but I mean, your current finals MVP, John, who is it so far? Um, so far, I, I do think I've got Steph Curry. I think there's a lot of guys that have done a lot of things on the Warriors, but sure. Steph is clearly playing on a different level than he was before they lost Kevin Durant. He's playing vintage Curry. Yep. Um, you know, playoff Steph has been a thing, and that is not how he has played in the finals. Sure. Um, he's hit big buckets at big times. He's had a fantastic pair of third quarters. Yep. Um, I, so to me, it's Steph Curry. I think he gets his first one this year. So, so far, and I agree with you, if the Warriors win, I think Steph Curry wins MVP regardless of what happens going forward. Um, but if I have to give an MVP award so far, it's got to be to Kawhi Leonard. He, uh, he blew up game one, played an amazing game. People expected that the Warriors were going to go in and win game one and set a standard going forward. The Raptors stole that one. They barely lost game two. I know it could have been a 10-point loss, but I think it was four, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Uh, would have been five because five. they had a chance to tie or win the game if he missed that. Five, correct. Okay, yep. so they, they lost by five game two. The, the Raptors have played a lot better than people have given them credit for this entire series. I think they're going to come out again tonight, and I think Kawhi's going to have another strong showing. I'm calling for it right now. He's going to score 35. He's going to have eight rebounds, and he's going to have five assists. 
probably two steals and maybe a block. He'll shoot around 45%. I think Kawhi is going to get the Warriors uh, – I'm sorry, get the Raptors a uh, a win in game three. And uh, we, <laughs> I guess that's where I'm going to go from there. Who do you think has the series as it's played out so far, as the injuries mount? Who do you think has the series? Right now, if I had to pick and I'm a betting man, I would pick the Raptors. Okay. Fair enough. I think it's still Warriors in six, you, but you have the Warriors in six, though. Yeah, I think the Clay Thompson thing scares me. The Kevon Looney thing scares me a lot too, because he was a, a good man for their minutes late. Um, he played a lot of great defense. Um, yeah, he but it, was a scoring option, but he was that at the rim guy like Bogut was four or five years ago. But Bogut stepped in, man, and he's been there before. So until yeah, I see him fail at it, I think he can fill those shoes for a couple of games. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, Bogut's a fantastic player. Um, you know what? Bogut's probably one of your favorite players all time, isn't he? Me, yeah, I think so. Because he played for the Bucks and the Warriors. I get it now. Yeah. I mean, it all makes sense. Well, and he played well for both. The, I mean, he, he was injured at the Bucks, so he played yeah. well for a few games. Um, but no, I think you have to respect the guy who was like, well, they need me, so I'll come play, but I'm going to go back to the Australian League after this. Like, he's just on loan right now. Yeah. So I, I respect that. So, real quick before we get out of here, we got about 18 minutes till tip off. Um, Leon, you know, Leon, he brought up an interesting point. Uh, I, I, he heard it from somewhere else. But free agency this offseason, obviously, Clay, or not Clay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard is a free agent, right? Yep. If you're the Warriors, I want to know which one of these two players you're taking Clay Thompson or Kawhi Leonard? Um. I think you stick with the guy who's already in your system, who already has chemistry. Um, I'm not saying Thompson is by any means a better player than Kawhi because he's not, but I think he's close enough that the history there is more important. Um, I think there's a chance Kawhi doesn't, there's a chance he doesn't leave. I think, Um, I think that chance is growing. I still think he leaves. I think he goes to the Clippers um, the more interesting news that Stephen A. Smith actually broke this morning that I was uh, paying attention to is that it sounds like um, – Don't you dare say Kyrie Irving to the Nets. It sounds like Kyrie Irving to the Nets, right? That changes the dynamic massively because that opens a door that seems to have been cracking a little bit in the first place of Kevin Durant not leaving, yeah. right? Because if Kevin Durant can't build a team – I don't know as he leaves, and I don't think he wants to go to L.A. No. So if you if we see Kawhi, because if Kawhi leaves, he's going to L.A., right? Yeah, um, whether that be the Lakers or the Clippers. So if Kyrie is saying, I'm not going to the Knicks, I don't know if Kevin Durant leaves, man. And he's already so, said it's not about the money. No, I know. It's, it's about his legacy, and that he's stated that for so long now. But if you're Kawhi Leonard and he stays on the Clippers, do you go to – or if he goes – or stays on the Warriors, rather, sorry. And do you go to the Clippers then? Or do you look at the Lakers and say that's a more appeasing situation because I can win with that team? I don't know if I'm a top-tier player if I want to step into the mess that is the Lakers right now. Sure. And that's not just my opinion, like, in general. I'm not a huge Lakers fan. I don't have anything against them. I'm not, like, a Lakers hater. Um sure. But I, I don't know if I want to step into that that soap opera until things even out there. Clippers have a lot more cap space. 
they have a lot more to play with. Um, they don't have as many pieces to move to get guys, but they do have themselves in a position where they could put those pieces into place and build a team and suddenly be the better team in LA, right? Well, I mean, they already are the better team in LA, but historically speaking, they're not. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm quiet if I do that. To me, as a Bucks fan, the more interesting situation is if Durant stays with Golden State and they can't afford to pay Clay Thompson, do the Bucks pay Chris Middleton or do they bring Thompson over? And would Thompson come? So I think I think Thompson would come, and I think that's a very interesting dynamic. I think we should save that for another podcast when we can get John Leon in here discuss all the possible free agent situations where we think they yes. land. Um, yes, this is going to be the most fascinating free agency we've seen in a long time, and we're going to need several podcasts to cover it. We're going to have to do like an East and a West. See, this is funny because last year, me and uh, – little story time for the folks listening. Um, me and uh, Mike, we decided, we're, you know what, we're going to do something. We didn't have Anchor at the time. We hadn't learned about this beautiful thing that we have yet. But we were like, we're going to record on Skype through a screen uh, recording app and then we're going to edit this video up. We're going to put it onto Facebook on four guys, and we're going to go from there. We ended up doing, I think it was an hour and 37 minutes on, like, the top reads, and then we we're going to go into the second one. And we decided to listen back on the first one quick, and the screen recording, didn't know this, only recorded the picture on screen and not any of the audio. <laughs> so, uh yeah, uh, we're going to do it uh, a better way this year, whether that be through our, our Be Live section. Otherwise, it's going to be here on Anchor like we always do our podcast. But, uh, all right, John, we got 13 minutes till tip-off. What do you got tonight, Raptors or Warriors? That's a, that's a tough one, right, because we don't know what Thompson is doing yet. I still, either way, I'm going to say Warriors. I think first game at home, I think they have the kind of momentum that the Raptors had in their game one. I'm going to go Raptors, say Clay Thompson does not play tonight, but uh, we shall see. We will see you guys next Wednesday. Uh, we're going to get back on our set schedule. We missed on you guys last week when we put out our finals article, but we hope that that made up for you guys. Uh, stay tuned for any new news on four guys. Go to thefgsr.com. Otherwise, feel free to hit that dono button below um, and enjoy game three. Talk to you all later. Cheers. What's up, John? Not much yourself. Uh, you know, getting ready for another game of the NBA Finals, which is actually tied one to one at the moment, and I'm kind of shocked about. Are you shocked that it's one to one because the Warriors have managed to win a game at the Raptors, or are you shocked because the Raptors managed to win a game at all? Um, see, okay, so when we first did this, I thought that the Raptors and the Warriors were going to go six. Okay, so I okay. the Raptors were going to win a game at. at at one point. I'm shocked it's tied because I'm shocked that the Raptors didn't win game two. Yeah, uh, you and me both. I think that was probably a must win. Though, if Thompson doesn't play tonight, I think that massively helps their case. Because if Thompson plays tonight, I think game two was a must win. Um, if Thompson doesn't play tonight, I think this thing goes seven. So, I mean, let's play off that dynamic right away because, I mean, this is going to be a okay. episode. We got the game coming up here soon. Obviously, if Clay Thompson plays tonight, he's a huge factor for the Warriors' offense. But what happens if he goes up there and tweaks his hamstring even farther and gets hurt even more? Um, do you want the head coach answer or do you want my actual opinion? I want your actual opinion. And, well, and then you can go to the head coach answer if you want. 
Okay. Um, my opinion is it's worth it because they get Kevin Durant back in the next game, and as long as they have one of those two guys on the court, they win the rest of the games, and it's a gentleman sweep. Sure. Um, the coach's answer is obviously you don't want to hurt him and have him lost for the rest of the series, and I think that's a valid point. You don't want to lose him for the rest of the series, obviously, because he's an all-star player. But I think if they put him out there and he gets further hurt, they're the one team with the luxury of another superstar behind him about to come back in. And you know Kevin Durant is not going to sit this entire series out. So, I mean, speaking to that, what what if, what if Katie's actually hurt? Because I was talking to Leon later. You guys will get to go to very well coming up. But I was talking to Leon, and... If what what do you really have to miss with Clay Thompson going forward? Obviously, if he gets hurt again, then obviously he's out for the rest of the series. But you're only worried about that if Kevin Durant's not coming back. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, I think if you're a coach, you're worried about your guy on a personal level, though, too. You don't want – because if he's out for the rest of the series, that could be the kind of damage that hurts him in free agency going forward in his career. So – Sure. I think there's a good chance they don't play him tonight, but I think Clay is going to be the one who gets to make the decision. Yeah, I mean, from what the reports came out saying earlier, the Warriors want to see Clay Thompson. They want to make sure he's healthy for game four, maybe game five, depending on how long he needs to sit. But if the Raptors win this game tonight and Clay does play, I mean, obviously that's kind of a catch twenty two at that point. Do the Raptors take control of this series, and are they the favorites then? Yes, absolutely. Raptors winning at the Warriors is a bigger deal than the Warriors winning at the Raptors. Absolutely. Plus, they get home court advantage back. So, yeah, I mean, it's that's a huge dynamic shift. And the thing if, is, if, if the Raptors are going to win anyways, or you know that they're going to come out and playing very well tonight, um, little known fact for everybody, the uh, Toronto Raptors have never lost a away game in the finals. Fair enough. Just, just know that. To be fair, though, they lost the fourth quarter of the last game, and they didn't have Clay Thompson or KD or Kevon Looney, who we haven't even mentioned. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Drake's got the tweet that they squeezed it out. But really, if Toronto doesn't hit two huge timely threes at the end, that's a 10-point victory. So, I mean – if the Warriors can do that on the road with their role players, I think there's a chance that they can do it at home from the start with their role players. Clay Thompson did not have that great of a game. No, not at all. I mean, when he was there, I, I do not think that Quinn Cook is below filling in for Thompson for at least one game. Absolutely. I think he's got that in him. He, he is an absolute sniper. He's got the potential to do so. I think he's one of the young, exciting players that Warrior fans should be excited about. If something were to happen and somebody leaves, he'll be able to fill into a role very nicely next year and develop into something going forward. But, I mean, if I'm the Warriors, and this is just my personal preference, I'm sitting Clay Thompson, I'm losing game three, and then I'm getting KD and Clay back. Hopefully next game, and I'm just going to take the next three. Do you just agree or disagree? I mean, if you have to concede this game, I'm not – with the Warriors at home, given how their bench has performed in these stress situations without KD dating back four games, five games now, I'm not convinced that the Warriors bench can't pick up a win against this Raptors squad at home. I think if the Raptors win, it's huge, but I'm not sure I'm willing to concede a Raptors victory because 
they have not been playing well. No. Um, their guys, I mean, we, we can talk about the Warriors injuries. Kawhi Leonard is not 100% either, right? Like, he's clearly not. He's got his little spurts of showing himself, but he's definitely not the guy who got them to this finals. Huh. Um, you've got Kyle Lowry, who has caught whatever foul-prone bug Curry had to start the playoffs. Um, he cannot keep himself out of trouble. So I think there's a chance that the Warriors, with their home crowd, managed to pull out a victory minus their starters. Yeah, I agree. Just want to say quick, we got about 26 minutes till game time. Clay Thompson has been officially listed as active for tonight. However, they have pulled all of his props off of the uh, Tron board. Um, it looks like he won't be starting. He might get some limited time, but we will we will see about that. What do you think the key factors are for a Toronto Raptors victory tonight, John? Foul trouble again, like I just said. I mean, that, that really killed them going down the stretch in game two. Um, I think they definitely have to find an answer other than the box and one, which has been talked about a lot because that's not sustainable. And even they know that Kawhi even said that it's not sustainable. Um, They need to find an answer for the pick and roll. Um, The Warriors made 22 baskets in the second half and had a collective 22 assists. Sure. So that's, that's a pretty big number. Uh, 100% rate of assists. Um, So pick and roll action is obviously huge. You know, um, I think basically for the Raptors, it's all on the defensive end because they were getting good looks. Their shots just weren't dropping in game two. Um, I think they were doing well offensively, but their defense is really what hurt them in game two. Absolutely. Um, keys for me, I mean, at least is uh, they, they have to find a second hero on that team. Kawhi Leonard cannot be the only one scoring uh, remarkable baskets out there, whether that be getting um, Siakam, open on a pick and roll off of Draymond Green, whether that be Kyle Lowry deciding to step up and get out of this little mindset that he has whenever he gets into a big moment situation. And uh, we might see, uh, o- I don't want to mess his name up, but I think it's OG Ananobi tonight. Yep. Um, if he comes back, gives them some quality minutes and allows people like Norman Powell to have a rest and come back in and be green at all times, good to go. I think that'll play huge off of the Raptors. As far as right. the Warriors go, what do you think would be the keys for them to work tonight? Um, I think Boogie, Sure. Uh, clearly, you know, coming on, in, into second game off that injury, dude played a hell of a game, right? Game two, that he played four times as many minutes as he was expecting to play in game two. Yep. And he played quality minutes. That did not look like a dude who was coming off of an injury that we thought was going to keep him out of this entire playoffs. Correct. Um, so Boogie Cousins, huge. Um, Steph Curry, I think, has to earn his first finals MVP tonight because they don't win unless he plays an MVP quality game if they don't have Thompson. Um, If they do limit Thompson, I think it's the same scenario. If they're just limiting him, he's a role player essentially in this game then. So I think the big ones are definitely going to be Steph Curry stepping up and getting that. Um, Draymond Green is the third one for me. Obviously, the emotional leader. He's actually played a very clean, um, very tech-free um, finals, yeah, which is rare for him. He's you can tell he's in a different mindset, and he has coached these guys to victories. You, you watch the Houston series, and you can just see the life that he breathes into the team. So I think uh, 
he's got to be big um, and his defense has to keep them in the game when inevitably Curry goes on those stretches because every shooter, no matter how good you are, is going to go on a stretch where you're not making everything. Absolutely. Curry's going to hit that at some point in the game and Draymond has to keep them in defensively. Absolutely. And I I agree with the Draymond point. I just want to point out quick that it's funny that as soon as Kevin Durant went down, Draymond Green all of a sudden looks like a, a top 25 player again. He's out here shooting the three good enough, not not as well as you would like him to. He makes right. great passes. He plays defense on the best offensive player on the other team at all times. Um, I, I I have so much praise for Draymond Green, always have. I think he is the best defender in the league. He can guard two through five. Um, and, I mean, I think he's going to be a key for the, the Warriors tonight. I think you brought it up earlier. Another key for them is going to be Quinn Cook. He has to knock down open threes because he's going to get minutes if Clay does not play tonight. Um, right. Warriors rely on three-point scoring. He needs to be a spark off of the bench for them. And I think he will be. I do think he will be. I think you're absolutely right, though. He's got to play well. But I think, to me, it comes down to either Draymond either Draymond Green or Steph Curry. If the Warriors win this series, one of those two is getting the MVP. Absolutely. And that is going to be decided tonight. Oh, I think absolutely. tonight is the MVP game. I think Kevin Durant has now missed enough games that no matter what he performs at, he doesn't get an MVP. Um, unless, so. unless he comes back game seven and there is a game seven and drops 70 points. It's the only way you could even consider him being an MVP candidate. Right. Um, I don't see it being likely, but I mean, your current finals MVP, John, who is it so far? Um, so far, I, I do think I've got Steph Curry. I think there's a lot of guys that have done a lot of things on the Warriors, but Steph is clearly playing on a different level than he was before they lost Kevin Durant. He's playing vintage Curry. Um, You know, playoff Steph has been a thing, and that is not how he has played in the finals. Um, He's hit big buckets at big times. He's had a fantastic pair of third quarters. Yep. So, to me, it's Steph Curry. I think he gets his first one this year. So, so far, and I agree with you, if the Warriors win, I think Steph Curry wins MVP regardless of what happens going forward. Um, but if I have to give an MVP award so far, it's got to be to Kawhi Leonard. He, uh, he blew up game one, played an amazing game. People expected that the Warriors were going to go in and win game one and set a standard going forward. The Raptors stole that one. They barely lost game two. I know it could have been a 10-point loss, but I think it was four, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Uh, would have been five because five. they had a chance to tie or win the game if he missed that. Five, correct. Okay, yep. so they, they lost by five game two. The, the Raptors have played a lot better than people have given them credit for this entire series. I think they're going to come out again tonight, and I think Kawhi's going to have another strong showing. I'm calling for it right now. He's going to score 35. He's going to have eight rebounds, and he's going to have five assists. Probably two steals and maybe a block. He'll shoot around 45%. I think Kawhi is going to get the Warriors uh, – I'm sorry, get the Raptors – a uh, a win in game three, and uh, we, <laughs> I guess that's where I'm going to go from there. Who do you think has the series as it's played out so far, as the injuries mount? Who do you think has the series? Right now, if I had to pick and I'm a betting man, I would pick the Raptors. Okay. Fair enough. I think it's the Warriors in six, you, but... You have the Warriors in six, though? Yeah. I think the Clay Thompson thing scares me. The Kevon Looney thing scares me a lot, too, because he was a, a good man for their minutes late. Um, he played a lot of great defense. Um, yeah, he was always it, a scoring option, but he was that at-the-rim guy like Bogut was four or five years ago. But Bogut stepped in, man, and he's been there before. So, 
Until I see him fail at it, I think he can fill those shoes for a couple of games. Absolutely, absolutely. Bogut's a fantastic player. Um, You know what? Bogut's probably one of your favorite players all time, isn't he? Me, yeah, I think so. Because he played for the Bucks and the Warriors. I get it now. Yeah. I mean, it all makes sense. Well, and he played well for both. Of the, I mean, he, he was injured at the Bucks, so he played well for a few games. Um, but no, I think you have to respect a guy who was like, well, they need me, so I'll come play, but I'm going to go back to the Australian League after this. Like, he's just on loan right now. Yeah. So I, I respect that. So, real quick, before we get out of here, we got about 18 minutes till tip-off. Um, Leon, you know Leon, he brought up an interesting point. Uh, I, I, he heard it from somewhere else. But free agency this offseason, obviously, Clay, or not Clay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard's a free agent, right? Yep. If you're the Warriors, I want to know which one of these two players you're taking. Clay Thompson or Kawhi Leonard? Um... I think you stick with the guy who's already in your system, who already has chemistry. Um, I'm not saying Thompson is by any means a better player than Kawhi because he's not, but I think he's close enough that the history there is more important. Um, I think there's a chance Kawhi doesn't, there's a chance he doesn't leave. I think, Um, I think that chance is growing. I still think he leaves. I think he goes to the Clippers um, the more interesting news that Stephen A. Smith actually broke this morning that I was uh, paying attention to is that it sounds like um, – Don't you dare say Kyrie Irving to the Nets. It sounds like Kyrie Irving to the Nets, right? That changes the dynamic massively because that opens a door that seems to have been cracking a little bit in the first place of Kevin Durant not leaving, yeah. right? Because if Kevin Durant can't build a team – I don't know as he leaves and I don't think he wants to go to LA. No. So if you, if we see quiet, because if quiet leaves, he's going to LA, right? Yeah. Um, whether that be the Lakers or the Clippers. So if Kyrie is saying, I'm not going to the Knicks, I don't know if Kevin Durant leaves, man. And he's already so, said, it's not about the money. No, I know it's, it's about his legacy. And then he's stated that for so long now, but if you're Kawhi Leonard and he stays on the Clippers. Do you go to, or if he goes to the, or stays on the Warriors rather, sorry. And do you go to the Clippers then? Or do you look at the Lakers and say, that's a more appeasing situation because I can win with that team. I don't know if I'm a top tier player, if I want to step into the mess that is the Lakers right now. And that's not just my opinion. Like in general, I'm not a huge Lakers fan. I don't have anything against them. I'm not like a Lakers hater. Um, But I, I don't know if I want to step into that that soap opera until things even out there. Clippers have a lot more cap space. They have a lot more to play with. Um, they don't have as many pieces to move to get guys, but they do have themselves in a position where they could put those pieces into place and build a team and suddenly be the better team in L.A., right? Well, I mean, they already are the better team in L.A., but historically speaking, they're not. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm quiet if I do that. To me, as a Bucks fan, the more interesting situation is if Durant stays with Golden State and they can't afford to pay Clay Thompson, do the Bucks pay Chris Middleton or do they bring Thompson over? And would Thompson come? So I think I think Thompson would come, and I think that's a very interesting dynamic. I think we should save that for another podcast when we can get John Leon in here discuss all the possible free agent situations where we think they yes. can land. 
Yes, um, this is going to be the most fascinating free agency we've seen in a long time, and we're going to need several podcasts to cover it. We're going to have to do like an East and a West. See, this is funny because last year, me and uh, – little story time for the folks listening. Um, me and uh, Mike, we decided, we're, you know what, we're going to do something. We didn't have Anchor at the time. We hadn't learned about this beautiful thing that we have yet. But we were like, we're going to record on Skype through a screen uh, recording app. And then we're going to edit this video up. We're going to put it onto Facebook on four guys. And we're going to go from there. We ended up doing, I think it was an hour and 37 minutes on like the top reads. And then we're going to go into the second one. And we decided to listen back on the first one quick. And the screen recording, didn't know this, only recorded the picture on screen and not any of the audio. (laughs) So, uh... Yeah, uh, we're going to do it uh, a better way this year, whether that be through our, our Be Live section. Otherwise, it's going to be here on Anchor like we always do our podcast. But, uh, all right, John, we got 13 minutes till tip-off. Who do you got tonight, Raptors or Warriors? That's a, that's a tough one, right, because we don't know what Thompson is doing yet. I still, either way, I'm going to say Warriors. I think first game at home, I think they have the kind of momentum that the Raptors had in their game one. I'm going to go Raptors, say Clay Thompson does not play tonight, but uh, we shall see. We will see you guys next Wednesday. Uh, we're going to get back on our set schedule. We missed on you guys last week when we put out our finals article, but we hope that that made up for you guys. Uh, stay tuned for any new news on four guys. Go to thefgsr.com. Otherwise, feel free to hit that dono button below um, and enjoy game three. Talk to you all later. Cheers. What's up, John? Not much yourself. Uh, you know, getting ready for another game of the NBA Finals, which is actually tied one to one at the moment, and I'm kind of shocked about. Are you shocked that it's one to one because the Warriors have managed to win a game at the Raptors, or are you shocked because the Raptors managed to win a game at all? Um, see, okay, so when we first did this, I thought that the Raptors and the Warriors were going to go six. Okay, so I thought okay. the Raptors were going to win a game at. at at one point. I'm shocked it's tied because I'm shocked that the Raptors didn't win game two. Yeah, uh, you and me both. I think that was probably a must win. Though, if Thompson doesn't play tonight, I think that massively helps their case. Because if Thompson plays tonight, I think game two was a must win. Um, If Thompson doesn't play tonight, I think this thing goes seven. So, I mean, let's play off that dynamic right away because, I mean, this is going to be a okay. short episode. We got the game coming up here soon. Obviously, if Clay Thompson plays tonight, he's a huge factor for the Warriors' offense. But what happens if he goes up there and tweaks his hamstring even farther? He gets hurt even more. Um, do you want the head coach answer or do you want my actual opinion? I want your actual opinion. And, well, and then you can go to the head coach answer if you want Okay. Um, my opinion is it's worth it because they get Kevin Durant back in the next game and – as long as they have one of those two guys on the court, they win the rest of the games, and it's a gentleman sweep. Sure. Um, the coach's answer is obviously you don't want to hurt him and have him lost for the rest of the series. And I think that's a valid point. You don't want to lose him for the rest of the series, obviously, because he's an all-star player. But I think if they put him out there and he gets further hurt, they're the one team with the luxury of another superstar behind him about to come back in and you know Kevin Durant is not going to sit this entire series out. So I mean speaking to that what what if, what if Katie's actually hurt though? Because you know? I was talking to Leon later. You guys will get to go know very well coming up. But I was talking to Leon and if 
what what do you really have to miss with Clay Thompson going forward? Obviously, if he gets hurt again, then obviously he's out for the rest of the series. But you're only worried about that if Kevin Durant's not coming back. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, I think if you're a coach, you're worried about your guy on a personal level, though, too. You don't want – because if he's out for the rest of the series, that could be the kind of damage that hurts him in free agency going forward in his career. So sure. I think there's a good chance they don't play him tonight, but I think Clay is going to be the one who gets to make the decision. Yeah, I mean, from what the reports came out saying earlier, the Warriors want to sit Clay Thompson. They want to make sure he's healthy for, for maybe game five, depending on how long he needs to sit. But if the Raptors win this game tonight and Clay does play, I mean, obviously that's kind of a catch-22 at that point. Do the Raptors take control of this series? and Are they the favorites then? Yes, absolutely. Raptors winning at the Warriors is a bigger deal than the Warriors winning at the Raptors. Absolutely. Plus, they get home court advantage back. So, yeah, I mean, it's that's a huge dynamic shift. And the thing shift. is, if, if the Raptors are going to win anyways, or you know that they're going to come out and play very well tonight, um, little known fact for everybody, the uh, Toronto Raptors have never lost a away game in the finals. Fair enough. Just, just know that. To uh, be fair, though, zero. they lost the fourth quarter of the last game, and – they didn't have Clay Thompson or KD or Kevon Looney, who we haven't even mentioned. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Drake's got the tweet that they squeezed it out. But really, if Toronto doesn't hit two huge timely threes at the end, that's a 10-point victory. So, I mean, if the Warriors can do that on the road with their role players, I think there's a chance that they can do it at home from the start with their role players. Clay Thompson did not have that great of a game. No, not at all. I mean, when he was there, I I do not think that Quinn Cook is below filling in for Thompson for at least one game. Absolutely. I think he's got that in him. He, he is an absolute sniper. He's got the potential to do so. I think he's one of the young, exciting players that Warrior fans should be excited about. If something were to happen and somebody leaves, he'll be able to fill into a role very nicely next year and develop into something going forward. But, I mean, if I'm the Warriors, and this is just my personal preference, I'm sitting Clay Thompson, I'm losing game three, and then I'm getting KD and Clay back. Hopefully next game, and I'm just going to take the next three. Do you disagree or disagree? I mean, if you have to concede this game, I'm not with the Warriors at home, given how their bench has performed in these stress situations without KD dating back four games, five games now. I'm not convinced that the Warriors bench can't pick up a win against this Raptors squad at home. I think if the Raptors win, it's huge, but I'm not sure I'm willing to concede a Raptors victory because they have not been playing well. No. Um, Their guys, I mean, we we can talk about the Warriors injuries. Kawhi Leonard is not 100% either, right? Like he's clearly not, he's got his little spurts of showing himself, but he's definitely not the guy who got them to this finals. Um, You've got Kyle Lowry who has caught whatever foul prone bug Curry had to start the playoffs. Um, He cannot keep himself out of trouble. So I think there's a chance that the Warriors with their home crowd managed to pull out a victory minus their starters. I agree. Just want to say quick, we got about 26 minutes till game time. Clay Thompson has been officially listed as active for tonight. However, they have pulled 
all of his props off of the uh, Tron board. Um, it looks like he won't be starting. He might get some limited time, but we will we will see about that. What do you think the key factors are for a Toronto Raptors victory tonight, John? Foul trouble again, like I just said. I mean, that, that really killed them going down the stretch in game two. Um, I think they definitely have to find an answer other than the box and one, which has been talked about a lot because that's not sustainable. And even they know that Kawhi even said that it's not sustainable. Right. Um, they need to find an answer for the pick and roll. Um, the Warriors made 22 baskets in the second half and had a collective 22 assists. Sure. So that's, that's a pretty big number. Uh, yeah. 100% rate of assists. Yeah. Um, so pick and roll action is obviously huge. You know, um, I think basically for the Raptors, it's all on the defensive end because they were getting good looks. Their shots just weren't dropping in game two. Um, I think they were doing well offensively, but their defense is really what hurt them in game two. Absolutely. Um, keys for me, I mean, at least is uh, they, they have to find a second hero on that team. Kawhi Leonard cannot be the only one scoring uh, remarkable baskets out there, whether that be getting um, Siakam, open on a pick and roll off of Draymond Green, whether that be Kyle Lowry deciding to step up and get out of this little mindset that he has whenever he gets into a big moment situation. And uh, we might see, uh, o- I don't want to mess his name up, but I think it's OG Ananobi tonight. Yep. Um, if he comes back, gives them some quality minutes and allows people like Norman Powell to have a rest and come back in and be green at all times, good to go. I think that'll play huge off of the Raptors. As far as right. the Warriors go, what do you think would be the keys for them to work tonight? Um, I think Boogie, sure. uh, clearly, you know, coming on, in, into second game off that injury, dude played a hell of a game, right? Game two, that he played four times as many minutes as he was expecting to play in game two. Yep. And he played quality minutes. That did not look like a dude who was coming off of an injury that we thought was going to keep him out of this entire playoffs. Correct. Um, so Boogie Cousins, huge. Um, Steph Curry, I think, has to earn his first finals MVP tonight because they don't win unless he plays an MVP quality game if they don't have Thompson. Um, If they do limit Thompson, I think it's the same scenario. If they're just limiting him, he's a role player essentially in this game then. So I think the big ones are definitely going to be Steph Curry stepping up and getting that. Um, Draymond Green is the third one for me. Obviously, the emotional leader. He's actually played a very clean, um, very tech-free finals. Yeah, which is rare for him. He's you can tell he's in a different mindset, and he has coached these guys to victories. You, you watch the Houston series, and you can just see the life that he breathes into the team. So I think uh, he's got to be big, um, and his defense has to keep them in the game when inevitably Curry goes on those stretches. Because every shooter, no matter how good you are, is going to go on a stretch where you're not making everything. Absolutely. Curry's going to hit that at some point in the game, and Draymond has to keep them in defensively. Absolutely. And I I agree with the Draymond point. I just want to point out quick that it's funny that as soon as Kevin Durant went down, Draymond Green all of a sudden looks like a a top 25 player again. He's out here shooting the three good enough, not not as well as you would like him to. He makes great passes. He plays defense on the best offensive player on the other team at all times. Um, I, I, I have so much praise for Draymond Green, always have. I think he is the best defender in the league. He can guard two through five. Um, and, I mean, I think he's going to be a key for the, the Warriors tonight. 
I think you brought it up earlier. Another key for them is going to be Quinn Cook. He has to knock down open threes because he's going to get minutes if Clay does not play tonight. Um, right. Warriors rely on three-point scoring. He needs to be a spark off of the bench for them. And I think he will be. I do think he will be. I think you're absolutely right, though. He's got to play well. But I think, to me, it comes down to either Draymond either Draymond Green or Steph Curry. If the Warriors win this series, one of those two is getting the MVP. Absolutely. And that is going to be decided tonight. I oh, think absolutely. tonight is the MVP game. I think Kevin Durant has now missed enough games that no matter what he performs at, he doesn't get an MVP. Um, and so. Unless he comes back game seven. And there is a game seven and drops 70 points. It's the only way you could even consider him being an MVP candidate. Right. Um, I don't see it being likely. But, I mean, your current finals MVP, John, who is it so far? Um, So far, I, I do think I've got Steph Curry. I think there's a lot of guys that have done a lot of things on the Warriors. But sure. Steph is clearly playing – on a different level than he was before they lost Kevin Durant. He's playing vintage Curry. Um, You know, playoff stuff has been a thing, and that is not how he has played in the finals. Um, He's hit big buckets at big times. He's had a fantastic pair of third quarters. Yep. So, to me, it's Steph Curry. I think he gets his first one this year. So far, and I agree with you, if the Warriors win, I think Steph Curry wins MVP regardless of what happens going forward. Um, but if I have to give an MVP award so far, it's got to be to Kawhi Leonard. He had, he blew up game one, played an amazing game. People expected that the Warriors were going to go in and win game one and set a standard going forward. The Raptors stole that one. They barely lost game two. I know it could have been a 10-point loss, but I think it was four, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? Uh, it would have been five because five. they had a chance to tie or win the game if he missed that. Five, correct. Okay, yep. so they, they lost by five game two. The, the Raptors have played a lot better than people have given them credit for this entire series. I think they're going to come out again tonight, and I think Kawhi's going to have another strong showing. I'm calling for it right now. He's going to score 35. He's going to have eight rebounds, and he's going to have five assists. Probably two steals and maybe a block. He'll shoot around 45%. I think Kawhi is going to get the Warriors uh, – I'm sorry, get the Raptors – a uh, a win in game three, and uh, we, <laughs> I guess that's where I'm going to go from there. Who do you think has the series as it's played out so far, as the injuries mount? Who do you think has the series? Right now, if I had to pick and I'm a betting man, I would pick the Raptors. Okay. Fair enough. I think it's still Warriors in six, you. but... You have the Warriors in six, though? Yeah. I think the Clay Thompson thing scares me. The Kevon Looney thing scares me a lot, too, because he was a, a good man for their minutes late. Um, he played a lot of great defense. Um, yeah, he wasn't but always it, a scoring option, but he was that at-the-rim guy like Bogut was four or five years ago. But Bogut stepped in, man, and he's been there before. So yeah, until I see him fail at it, I think he can fill those shoes for a couple of games. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, Bogut's a fantastic player. Um, you know what? Bogut's probably one of your favorite players all time, isn't he? Me, yeah, I think so. Because he played for the Bucks and the Warriors. I get it now. Yeah. I mean, it all makes sense. Well, and he played well for both. Of the, I mean, he, he was injured at the Bucks, so he played yep. well for a few games. Um, but, no, I think you have to respect a guy who was like, well, they need me, so I'll come play, but I'm going to go back to the Australian League after this. Like, he's just on loan right now. Yeah. So, I, I respect that. So, real quick before we get out of here, we got about 18 minutes till tip off. Um, Leon, you know, Leon, he brought up an interesting point. Uh, I, I, he heard it from somewhere else. 
But free agency this offseason, obviously Clay or not Clay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard is a free agent, right? Yep. If you're the Warriors, I want to know which one of these two players you're taking. Clay Thompson or Kawhi Leonard? Um I think you stick with the guy who's already in your system, who already has chemistry. Um, I'm not saying Thompson is by any means a better player than Kawhi because he's not, but I think he's close enough that the history there is more important. Um, I think there's a chance Kawhi doesn't – there's a chance he doesn't leave, I think. Um, I think that chance is growing. I still think he leaves. I think he goes to the Clippers. Um, the more interesting news that Stephen A. Smith actually broke this morning that I was uh, paying attention to is that it sounds like um, – Don't you dare say Kyrie Irving to the Nets. It sounds like Kyrie Irving to the Nets, right? That changes the dynamic massively because that opens a door that seems to have been cracking a little bit in the first place of Kevin Durant not leaving, yeah. right? Because if Kevin Durant can't build a team, I don't know as he leaves, and I don't think he wants to go to L.A. No. So if you if we see Kawhi, because if Kawhi leaves, he's going to L.A., right? Yeah, um, whether that be the Lakers or the Clippers. So if Kyrie is saying, I'm not going to the Knicks, I don't know if Kevin Durant leaves, man. And he's already so, said it's not about the money. No, I know. It's it's about his legacy. And then he's stated that for so long now. But if you're Kawhi Leonard and he stays on the Clippers, do you go to – or if he goes – or stays on the Warriors, rather. Sorry. And do you go to the Clippers then? Or do you look at the Lakers and say that's a more appeasing situation because I can win with that team? I don't know if I'm a top tier player, if I want to step into the mess that is the Lakers right now. And that's not just my opinion, like in general, I'm not a huge Lakers fan. I don't have anything against them. I'm not like a Lakers hater. Um, But I I don't know if I want to step into that, that soap opera until things even out there. Clippers have a lot more cap space. They have a lot more to play with. Um, They don't have as many pieces to move to get guys, but they do have themselves in a position where they could put those pieces into place and build a team and suddenly be the better team in L.A., right? Well, I mean, they already are the better team in L.A., but historically speaking, they're not. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm quiet if I do that. To me, as a Bucks fan, the more interesting situation is if Durant stays with Golden State and they can't afford to pay Clay Thompson, do the Bucks pay Chris Middleton or do they bring Thompson over? And would Thompson come? So I think I think Thompson would come, and I think that's a very interesting dynamic. I think we should save that for another podcast when we can get John Leon in here discuss all the possible free agent situations where we think they yes. can land. Um, yes, this is going to be the most fascinating free agency we've seen in a long time, and we're going to need several podcasts to cover it. We're going to have to do like an East and a West. See, this is funny because last year, me and uh, little story time for the folks listening. Um, me and uh, Mike. We decided, we're, you know what, we're going to do something. We didn't have Anchor at the time. We hadn't learned about this beautiful thing that we have yet. But we were like, we're going to record on Skype through a screen uh, recording app. And then we're going to edit this video up. We're going to put it onto Facebook on Four Guys. And we're going to go from there. We ended up doing, I think it was an hour and 37 minutes on like the top reads. And then we we're going to go into the second one. And we decided to listen back on the first one quick. And the screen recording didn't know this only recorded the picture on screen and not any of the audio 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to do it uh, a better way this year, whether that be through our, our Be Live section. Otherwise, it's going to be here on Anchor like we always do our podcast. But, uh, all right, John, we got 13 minutes till tip-off. What do you got tonight, Raptors or Warriors? That's a, that's a tough one, right, because we don't know what Thompson is doing yet. I still, either way, I'm going to say Warriors. I think first game at home, I think they have the kind of momentum that the Raptors had in their game one. I'm going to go Raptors, say Clay Thompson does not play tonight, but uh, we shall see. We will see you guys next Wednesday. Uh, we're going to get back on our set schedule. We missed on you guys last week when we put out our finals article, but we hope that that made up for you guys. Uh, stay tuned for any new news on four guys. Go to thefgsr.com. Otherwise, feel free to hit that dono button below um, and enjoy game three. Talk to y'all later. Cheers. What's up, John? Not much yourself. Uh, you know, getting ready for another game of the NBA Finals, which is actually tied one-to-one at the moment, and I'm kind of shocked about. Are you shocked that it's one-to-one because the Warriors have managed to win a game at the Raptors, or are you shocked because the Raptors managed to win a game at all? Um, see, okay, so when we first did this, I thought that the Raptors and the Warriors were going to go six, okay? So I thought the Raptors were going to win a game at, at, at one point. I'm shocked it's tied because I'm shocked that the Raptors didn't win game two. Yeah, uh, you and me both. I think that was probably a must win. Though, if Thompson doesn't play tonight, I think that massively helps their case. Because if Thompson plays tonight, I think game two was a must win. Um, If Thompson doesn't play tonight, I think this thing goes seven. So, I mean, let's play off that dynamic right away. Because, I mean, this is going to be a great episode. We got the game coming up here soon. Obviously, if Clay Thompson plays tonight, he's a huge factor for the Warriors' offense. But what happens if he goes up there and tweaks his hamstring even farther? Gets hurt even more. Um, do you want the head coach answer? Or do you want my actual opinion? I want your actual opinion. And, well, and then you can go to the head coach answer. If you want. Okay. Um, my opinion is it's worth it because they get Kevin Durant back in the next game. And as long as they have one of those two guys on the court, they win the rest of the games and it's a gentleman sweep. Sure. Um, the coach's answer is obviously you don't want to hurt him and have him lost for the rest of the series. And I think that's a valid point. You don't want to lose him for the rest of the series, obviously, because he's an all-star player. But I think if they put him out there and he gets further hurt, they're the one team with the luxury of another superstar behind him about to come back in. And you know Kevin Durant is not going to sit this entire series out. So, I mean, speaking to that, what what, what if Katie's actually hurt? Because you know? I was talking to Leon later. You guys will get to go to very well coming up. But I was talking to Leon, and... If what what do you really have to miss with Clay Thompson going forward? Obviously, if he gets hurt again, then obviously he's out for the rest of the series. But you're only worried about that if Kevin Durant's not coming back. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, I think if you're a coach, you're worried about your guy on a personal level, though, too. You don't want because if he's out for the rest of the series, that could be the kind of damage that hurts him in free agency going forward in his career. So. Sure. I think there's a good chance they don't play him tonight, but I think Clay is going to be the one who gets to make the decision. Yeah, I mean, from what the reports came out saying earlier, the Warriors want to sit Clay Thompson. They want to make sure he's healthy for maybe game five, depending on how long he needs to sit. 
But if the Raptors win this game tonight and Clay does play, I mean, obviously that's kind of a catch twenty two at that point. Do the Raptors take control of this series and are they the favorites then? Yes. Absolutely. Raptors winning at the Warriors is a bigger deal than the Warriors winning at the Raptors. Absolutely. Plus they get home court advantage back. So yeah, I mean it's that's a huge dynamic shift. And the thing if, is, if, if the Raptors are going to win anyways, or you know that they're going to come out and play very well tonight, um, little known fact for everybody, the uh, Toronto Raptors have never lost a away game in the finals. Fair enough. Just just know that. To uh, be fair, though, zero. they lost the fourth quarter of the last game, and they didn't have Clay Thompson or KD or Kevon Looney, who we haven't even mentioned. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Drake's got the tweet that they squeezed it out. But really, if Toronto doesn't hit two huge timely threes at the end, that's a 10-point victory. So, I mean, if the Warriors can do that on the road with their role players, I think there's a chance that they can do it at home from the start with their role players. Clay Thompson did not have that great of a game. No, not at all. I mean, when he was there, I, I do not think that Quinn Cook – is below filling in for Thompson for at least one game. Absolutely. I think he's got that in him. He, he is an absolute sniper. He's got the potential to do so. I think he's one of the young, exciting players that Warrior fans should be excited about. If something were to happen and somebody leaves, he'll be able to fill into a role very nicely next year and develop into something going forward. But, I mean, if I'm the Warriors, and this is just my personal preference, I'm sitting Clay Thompson, I'm losing game three, and then I'm getting KD and Clay back. Hopefully next game, and I'm just going to take the next three. Do you disagree or disagree? I mean, if you have to concede this game, I'm not with the Warriors at home, given how their bench has performed in these stress situations without KD dating back four games, five games now. I'm not convinced that the Warriors bench can't pick up a win against this Raptors squad at home. I think if the Raptors win, it's huge, but I'm not sure I'm willing to concede a Raptors victory because they have not been playing well. No. Um, their guys, I mean, we we can talk about the Warriors injuries. Kawhi Leonard is not 100% either, right? Like, he's clearly not. He's got his little spurts of showing himself, but he's definitely not the guy who got them to this finals. Oh. Um, you've got Kyle Lowry, who has caught whatever foul prone bug Curry had to start the playoffs. Um, he cannot keep himself out of trouble. So I think there's a chance that the Warriors with their home crowd managed to pull out a victory minus their starters. Yeah, I agree. Just want to say quick, we got about 26 minutes till game time. Clay Thompson has been officially listed as active for tonight. However, they have pulled all of his props off of the uh, Tron board. Um, it looks like he won't be starting. He might get some limited time, but we will we will see about that. What do you think the key factors are for a Toronto Raptors victory tonight, John? Foul trouble again, like I just said. I mean, that, that really killed them going down the stretch in game two. Um, I think they definitely have to find an answer other than the box and one, which has been talked about a lot because that's not sustainable. And even they know that Kawhi even said that it's not sustainable. Um, They need to find an answer for the pick and roll. Um, The Warriors made 22 baskets in the second half and had a collective 22 assists. Sure. So 
that's that's a pretty big number um 100 rate of assists um so pick and roll action is obviously huge you know um I think basically for the Raptors, it's all on the defensive end because they were getting good looks. Their shots just weren't dropping in game two. Um, I think they were doing well offensively, but their defense is really what hurt them in game two. Absolutely. Um, keys for me, I mean, at least is uh, they, they have to find a second hero on that team. Kawhi Leonard cannot be the only one scoring uh, remarkable baskets out there, whether that be getting um, Siakam, open on a pick and roll off of Draymond Green, whether that be Kyle Lowry deciding to step up and get out of this little mindset that he has whenever he gets into a big moment situation. And uh, we might see, uh, o- I don't want to mess his name up, but I think it's OG Ananobi tonight. Yep. Um, if he comes back, gives them some quality minutes and allows people like Norman Powell to have a rest and come back in and be green at all times, good to go. I think that'll play huge off of the Raptors. As far as right. the Warriors go, what do you think would be the keys for them to win tonight? Um, I think Boogie, sure. uh, clearly, you know, coming on, in, into second game off that injury, dude played a hell of a game, right? Game two, that he played four times as many minutes as he was expecting to play in game two. Yep. And he played quality minutes. That did not look like a dude who was coming off of an injury that we thought was going to keep him out of this entire playoffs. Correct. Um, so Boogie Cousins, huge. Um, Steph Curry, I think, has to earn his first finals MVP tonight because they don't win unless he plays an MVP quality game if they don't have Thompson. Um, If they do limit Thompson, I think it's the same scenario. If they're just limiting him, he's a role player essentially in this game then. So I think the big ones are definitely going to be Steph Curry stepping up and getting that. Um, Draymond Green is the third one for me. Obviously, the emotional leader. He's actually played a very clean, um, very tech-free finals. Yeah, which is rare for him. He's you can tell he's in a different mindset, and he has coached these guys to victories. You, you watch the Houston series, and you can just see the life that he breathes into the team. So I think uh, he's got to be big, um, and his defense has to keep them in the game when inevitably Curry goes on those stretches. Because every shooter, no matter how good you are, is going to go on a stretch where you're not making everything. Absolutely. Curry's going to hit that at some point in the game, and Draymond has to keep them in defensively. Absolutely. And I I agree with the Draymond point. I just want to point out quick that it's funny that as soon as Kevin Durant went down, Draymond Green all of a sudden looks like a a top 25 player again. He's out here shooting the three good enough, not not as well as you would like him to. He makes great passes. He plays defense on the best offensive player on the other team at all times. Um, I, I, I have so much praise for Draymond Green, always have. I think he is the best defender in the league. He can guard two through five. Um, and, I mean, I think he's going to be a key for the, the Warriors tonight. I think you brought it up earlier. Another key for them is going to be Quinn Cook. He has to knock down open threes because he's going to get minutes if Clay does not play tonight. Um, right. Warriors rely on three-point scoring. He needs to be a spark off of the bench for them. And I think he will be. I do think he will be. I think you're absolutely right, though. He's got to play well. But I think, to me, it comes down to either Draymond – Either Draymond Green or Steph Curry, if the Warriors win this series, one of those two is getting the MVP, and that is going to be decided tonight. I think tonight is the MVP game. I think Kevin Durant has now missed enough games that no matter what he performs at, he doesn't get an MVP. Um, Unless he comes back game seven, and there is a game seven, and drops 70 points. It's the only way you could even consider him being an MVP candidate. Right. Um, I don't see it being likely. But – 
I mean, your current finals MVP, John, who is it so far? Um, So far, I, I do think I've got Steph Curry. I think there's a lot of guys that have done a lot of things on the Warriors. But sure. Steph is clearly playing on a different level than he was before they lost Kevin Durant. He's playing vintage Curry. Um, You know, playoff Steph has been a thing, and that is not how he has played in the finals. Um, He's hit big buckets at big times. He's had a fantastic pair of third quarters. Yep. So, to me, it's Steph Curry. I think he gets his first one this year. So far, and I agree with you, if the Warriors win, I think Steph Curry wins MVP regardless of what happens going forward. but if I have to give an MVP award so far, it's got to be to Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, he blew up game one, played an amazing game. People expected that the Warriors were going to go in and win game one and set a standard going forward. The Raptors stole that one. They barely lost game two. I know it could have been a 10-point loss, but I think it was four, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Uh, it would have been five because five. they had a chance to tie or win the game if he missed that. Five, correct. Okay, yep. so – they, they lost by five game two. The, the Raptors have played a lot better than people have given them credit for this entire series. I think they're going to come out again tonight, and I think Kawhi's going to have another strong showing. I'm calling for it right now. He's going to score 35. He's going to have eight rebounds, and he's going to have five assists. Probably two steals and maybe a block. He'll shoot around 45%. I think Kawhi is going to get the Warriors uh, – I'm sorry, get the Raptors a uh, a win in game three, and uh, we, <laughs> I guess that's where I'm going to go from there. Who do you think has the series as it's played out so far, as the injuries mount? Who do you think has the series? Right now, if I had to pick and I'm a betting man, I would pick the Raptors. Okay. Fair enough. I think it's still Warriors in six, you, but. You have the Warriors in six, though? Yeah. I think the Clay Thompson thing scares me. The Kevon Looney thing scares me a lot, too, because he was a, a good man for their minutes late. Um, he played a lot of great defense. Um, yeah, but. He was a scoring option, but. He was that at-the-rim guy like Bogut was four or five years ago. But Bogut stepped in, man, and he's been there before. So, until I see him fail at it, I think he can fill those shoes for a couple of games. Absolutely, absolutely. Bogut's a fantastic player. Um, You know what? Bogut's probably one of your favorite players all time, isn't he? Me, yeah, I think so. Because he played for the Bucs and the Warriors. I get it now. Yeah. It all makes sense. Well, and he played well for both. The, I mean, he, he was injured at the Bucks, so he played yeah. well for a few games. Um, but, no, I think you have to respect a guy who was like, well, they need me, so I'll come play, but I'm going to go back to the Australian League after this. Like, he's just on loan right now. Yeah. So, I, I respect that. So, real quick, before we get out of here, we got about 18 minutes to tip off. Um, Leon, you know, Leon, he brought up an interesting point. Uh I, I, he heard it from somewhere else, but free agency this offseason, obviously Clay or not Clay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard's a free agent, right? Yep. If you're the Warriors, I want to know which one of these two players you're taking, Clay Thompson or Kawhi Leonard. Um, I think you stick with the guy who's already in your system, who already has chemistry. Um, I'm not saying Thompson is by any means a better player than Kawhi because he's not. But I think he's close enough that the history there is more important. Um, I think there's a chance Kawhi doesn't – there's a chance he doesn't leave, I think. Um, I think that chance is growing. I still think he leaves. I think he goes to the Clippers. 
Um, the more interesting news that Stephen A. Smith actually broke this morning that I was uh, paying attention to is that it sounds like um, – Don't you dare say Kyrie Irving to the Nets. It sounds like Kyrie Irving to the Nets, right? That changes the dynamic massively because that opens a door that seems to have been cracking a little bit in the first place of Kevin Durant not leaving, yeah. right? Because if Kevin Durant can't build a team – I don't know as he leaves and I don't think he wants to go to LA. No. So if you, if we see quiet, because if Kawhi leaves, he's going to LA, right? Yeah. Um, whether that be the Lakers or the Clippers. So if Kyrie is saying, I'm not going to the Knicks, I don't know if Kevin Durant leaves, man. And he's already so, said, it's not about the money. No, I know it's, it's about his legacy. And then he's stated that for so long now, but if you're Kawhi Leonard and, he stays on the Clippers. Do you go to, or if he goes to the, or stays on the Warriors rather, sorry. And do you go to the Clippers then? Or do you look at the Lakers and say, that's a more appeasing situation because I can win with that team. I don't know if I'm a top tier player, if I want to step into the mess that is the Lakers right now. Sure. And that's not just my opinion. Like in general, I'm not a huge Lakers fan. I don't have anything against them. I'm not like a Lakers hater. Um, sure. But I, I don't know if I want to step into that that soap opera until things even out there. Clippers have a lot more cap space. They have a lot more to play with. Um, they don't have as many pieces to move to get guys, but they do have themselves in a position where they could put those pieces into place and build a team and suddenly be the better team in L.A., right? Well, I mean, they already are the better team in L.A., but historically speaking, they're not. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm quiet if I do that. To me, as a Bucks fan, the more interesting situation is if Durant stays with Golden State and they can't afford to pay Clay Thompson, do the Bucks pay Chris Middleton or do they bring Thompson over? And would Thompson come? So I think I think Thompson would come, and I think that's a very interesting dynamic. I think we should save that for another podcast when we can get John Leon in here discuss all the possible free agent situations where we think they yes. can land. Um, yes, this is going to be the most fascinating free agency we've seen in a long time, and we're going to need several podcasts to cover it. We're going to have to do like an East and a West. See, this is funny because last year, me and uh, – little story time for the folks listening. Um, me and uh, Mike, we decided, we're, you know what, we're going to do something. We didn't have Anchor at the time. We hadn't learned about this beautiful thing that we have yet. But we were like, we're going to record on Skype through a screen uh, recording app and then we're going to edit this video up. We're going to put it onto Facebook on four guys, and we're going to go from there. We ended up doing, I think it was an hour and 37 minutes on, like, the top reads, and then we we're going to go into the second one. And we decided to listen back on the first one quick, and the screen recording, didn't know this, only recorded the picture on screen and not any of the audio. <laughs> so, uh yeah, uh, we're going to do it uh, a better way this year, whether that be through our, our Be Live section. Otherwise, it's going to be here on Anchor like we always do our podcast. But, uh, all right, John, we got 13 minutes till tip-off. What do you got tonight, Raptors or Warriors? Uh, that's, a, that's a tough one, right, because we don't know what Thompson is doing yet. I still, either way, I'm going to say Warriors. I think first game at home, I think they have the kind of momentum that the Raptors had in their game one. I'm going to go Raptors, say Clay Thompson does not play tonight, but uh, we shall see. We will see you guys next Wednesday. Uh, we're going to get back on our set schedule. We missed on you guys last week when we put out our finals article, but we hope that that made up for you guys. 
Uh, stay tuned for any new news on four guys. Go to thefgsr.com. Otherwise, feel free to hit that dono button below um, and enjoy game three. Talk to y'all later. Cheers. What's up, John? Not much yourself. Uh, you know, getting ready for another game of the NBA Finals, which is actually tied one to one at the moment, and I'm kind of shocked about. Are you shocked that it's one to one because the Warriors have managed to win a game at the Raptors, or are you shocked because the Raptors managed to win a game at all? Um, see, okay, so when we first did this, I thought that the Raptors and the Warriors were going to go six. Okay, so I think okay. the Raptors were going to win a game at 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 one point. I'm shocked it's tied because I'm shocked that the Raptors didn't win game two. Yeah, uh, you and me both. I think that was probably a must win. Though, if Thompson doesn't play tonight, I think that massively helps their case. Because if Thompson plays tonight, I think game two was a must win. Um, If Thompson doesn't play tonight, I think this thing goes seven. So, I mean, let's play off that dynamic right away. Because, I mean, this is going to be a great episode. We got the game coming up here soon. Obviously, if Clay Thompson plays tonight, he's a huge factor for the Warriors' offense. But what happens if he goes out there and tweaks his hamstring even farther and gets hurt even more? Um, do you want the head coach answer? Or do you want my actual opinion? I want your actual opinion. And, well, and then you can go into the head coach answer. If you want. Okay. Um, my opinion is it's worth it because they get Kevin Durant back in the next game. And as long as they have one of those two guys on the court, they win the rest of the games and it's a gentleman sweep. Sure. Um, the coach's answer is obviously you don't want to hurt him and have him lost for the rest of the series. And I think that's a valid point. You don't want to lose him for the rest of the series, obviously, because he's an all-star player. But I think if they put him out there and he gets further hurt, they're the one team with the luxury of another superstar behind him about to come back in. And you know Kevin Durant is not going to sit this entire series out. So, I mean, speaking to that, what what if, what if Katie's actually hurt? Because I was talking to Leon later. You guys will get to go to very well coming up. But I was talking to Leon, and... If what what do you really have to miss with Clay Thompson going forward? Obviously, if he gets hurt again, then obviously he's out for the rest of the series. But you're only worried about that if Kevin Durant's not coming back. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, I think if you're a coach, you're worried about your guy on a personal level, though, too. You don't want because if he's out for the rest of the series, that could be the kind of damage that hurts him in free agency going forward in his career. So. Sure. I think there's a good chance they don't play him tonight, but I think Clay is going to be the one who gets to make the decision. Yeah, I mean, from what the reports came out saying earlier, the Warriors want to see Clay Thompson. They want to make sure he's healthy for game four, maybe game five, depending on how long he needs to sit. But if the Raptors win this game tonight and Clay does play, I mean, obviously that's kind of a catch twenty two at that point. Do the Raptors take control of this series and are they the favorites then? Yes, absolutely. Raptors winning at the Warriors is a bigger deal than the Warriors winning at the Raptors. Absolutely. Plus, they get home court advantage back. So, yeah, I mean, it's that's a huge dynamic shift. And the thing if, is, if, if the Raptors are going to win anyways, or you know that they're going to come out and playing very well tonight, um, little known fact for everybody, the uh, Toronto Raptors have never lost a away game in the finals. Fair enough. Just, just know that. To be fair, though, they lost the fourth quarter of the last game, and 
they didn't have Clay Thompson or KD or Kevon Looney, who we haven't even mentioned. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Drake's got the tweet that they squeezed it out. But really, if Toronto doesn't hit two huge timely threes at the end, that's a 10-point victory. So, I mean, if the Warriors can do that on the road with their role players, I think there's a chance that they can do it at home from the start with their role players. Clay Thompson did not have that great of a game. No, not at all. I mean, when he was there, I I do not think that Quinn Cook is below filling in for Thompson for at least one game. Absolutely. I think he's got that in him. He, he is an absolute sniper. He's got the potential to do so. I think he's one of the young, exciting players that Warrior fans should be excited about. If something were to happen and somebody leaves, he'll be able to fill into a role very nicely next year and develop into something going forward. But, I mean, if I'm the Warriors, and this is just my personal preference, I'm sitting Clay Thompson, I'm losing game three, and then I'm getting KD and Clay back. Hopefully next game, and I'm just going to take the next three. Do you just agree or disagree? I mean, if you have to concede this game, I'm not with the Warriors at home, given how their bench has performed in these stress situations without KD dating back four games, five games now. I'm not convinced that the Warriors bench can't pick up a win against this Raptors squad at home. I think if the Raptors win, it's huge, but I'm not sure I'm willing to concede a Raptors victory because they have not been playing well. No. Um, Their guys, I mean, we we can talk about the Warriors injuries. Kawhi Leonard is not 100% either, right? Like he's clearly not, he's got his little spurts of showing himself, but he's definitely not the guy who got them to this finals. Oh. Um, you've got Kyle Lowry who has caught whatever foul prone bug Curry had to start the playoffs. Um, he cannot keep himself out of trouble. So I think there's a chance that the Warriors with their home crowd managed to pull out a victory minus their starters. Yeah, I agree. Just want to say quick, we got about 26 minutes till game time. Clay Thompson has been officially listed as active for tonight. However, they have pulled all of his props off of the uh, Tron board. Um, it looks like he won't be starting. He might get some limited time, but we will we will see about that. What do you think the key factors are for a Toronto Raptors victory tonight, John? Foul trouble again, like I just said. I mean, that, that really killed them going down the stretch in game two. Um, I think they definitely have to find an answer other than the box and one, which has been talked about a lot because that's not sustainable. And even they know that Kawhi even said that it's not sustainable. Um, They need to find an answer for the pick and roll. Um, The Warriors made 22 baskets in the second half and had a collective 22 assists. Sure. So that's, that's a pretty big number. Uh, 100% rate of assists. (laughs) Um, so pick and roll action is obviously huge. You know, um, I think basically for the Raptors, it's all on the defensive end because they were getting good looks. Their shots just weren't dropping in game two. Um, I think they were doing well offensively, but their defense is really what hurt them in game two. Absolutely. Um, keys for me, I mean, at least is, uh, they, they have to find a second hero on that team. Kawhi Leonard cannot be the only one scoring uh, remarkable baskets out there, whether that be getting um, Siakam open on a pick and roll off of Draymond Green, 
whether that be Kyle Lowry deciding to step up and get out of this little mindset that he has whenever he gets into a big moment situation. And uh, we might see, uh, o- I don't want to mess his name up, but I think it's OG Ananobi tonight. Yep. Um, if he comes back, gives them some quality minutes and allows people like Norman Powell to have a rest and come back in and be green at all times, good to go. I think that'll play huge off of the Raptors. As far as right. the Warriors go, what do you think would be the keys for them to win tonight? Um, I think Boogie. Sure. Uh, clearly, you know, coming on, in, into second game off that injury, dude played a hell of a game, right? Game two, that he played four times as many minutes as he was expecting to play in game two. Yep. And he played quality minutes. That did not look like a dude who was coming off of an injury that we thought was going to keep him out of this entire playoffs. Correct. Um, so Boogie Cousins, huge. Um, Steph Curry, I think, has to earn his first finals MVP tonight because they don't win unless he plays an MVP quality game if they don't have Thompson. Um, if they do limit Thompson, I think it's the same scenario. If they're just limiting him, he's a role player essentially in this game then. So I think the big ones are definitely going to be Steph Curry stepping up and getting that. Um, Draymond Green is the third one for me. Obviously, the emotional leader. He's actually played a very clean, um, very tech-free um, finals, yeah. which is rare for him. He's You can tell he's in a different mindset, and he has coached these guys to victories. You, you watch the Houston series – and you can just see the life that he breathes into the team. So I think uh, he's got to be big, um, and his defense has to keep them in the game when inevitably Curry goes on those stretches because every shooter, no matter how good you are, is going to go on a stretch where you're not making everything. Absolutely. Curry's going to hit that at some point in the game, and Draymond has to keep them in defensively. Absolutely. And I I agree with the Draymond point. I just want to point out quick that it's funny. But as soon as Kevin Durant went down, Draymond Green all of a sudden looks like a, a top 25 player again. He's out here shooting the three. Good enough. Not not as well as you would like him to. He makes right. great passes. He plays defense on the best offensive player on the other team at all times. Um, I, I, I have so much praise for Draymond Green. Always have. I think he is the best defender in the league. He can guard two through five. Um, and, I mean, I think he's going to be a key for the, the Warriors tonight. I think you brought it up earlier. Another key for them is going to be Quinn Cook. He has to knock down open threes because he's going to get minutes if Clay does not play tonight. Um, right. Warriors rely on three-point scoring. He needs to be a spark off of the bench for them. And I think he will be. I do think he will be. I think you're absolutely right, though. He's got to play well. But I think, to me, it comes down to either Draymond, either Draymond Green or Steph Curry. If the Warriors win this series, one of those two is getting the MVP. Absolutely. And that is going to be decided tonight. I think tonight is the MVP game. I think Kevin Durant has now missed enough games that no matter what he performs at, he doesn't get an MVP. Um, Unless he comes back game seven and there is a game seven and drops 70 points. It's the only way you could even consider him being an MVP candidate. Right. Um, I don't see it being likely. But, I mean, your current finals MVP, John, who is it so far? Um... So far, I, I do think I've got Steph Curry. I think there's a lot of guys that have done a lot of things on the Warriors. But sure. Steph is clearly playing on a different level than he was before they lost Kevin Durant. He's playing vintage Curry. Yep. Um, you know, playoff Steph has been a thing, and that is not how he has played in the finals. Sure. Um, he's hit big buckets at big times. He's had a fantastic pair of third quarters. Yep. Um. I, so, to me, it's Steph Curry. I think he gets his first one this year. 
Two, so far, and I agree with you. If the Warriors win, I think Steph Curry wins MVP regardless of what happens going forward. Um, but if I have to give an MVP award so far, it's got to be to Kawhi Leonard. He, had, he blew up game one, played an amazing game. People expected that the Warriors were going to go in and win game one and set a standard going forward. The Raptors stole that one. They barely lost game two. I know it could have been a 10-point loss, but I think it was four, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? Uh, it would have been five because five. they had a chance to tie or win the game if he missed that. Five, correct. Okay, yep. so they, they lost by five game two. The, the Raptors have played a lot better than people have given them credit for this entire series. I think they're going to come out again tonight, and I think Kawhi's going to have another strong showing. I'm calling for it right now. He's going to score 35. He's going to have eight rebounds, and he's going to have five assists. Probably two steals and maybe a block. He'll shoot around 45%. I think Kawhi is going to get the Warriors uh, – I'm sorry, get the Raptors – a uh, a win in game three, and uh, we <laughs> I guess that's where I'm going to go from there. Who do you think has the series as it's played out so far, as the injuries mount? Who do you think has the series? Right now, if I had to pick and I'm a betting man, I would pick the Raptors. Okay. Fair enough. I think it's still Warriors in six, you. but... You have the Warriors in six, though? Yeah. I think the Clay Thompson thing scares me. The Kevon Looney thing scares me a lot, too, because he was a, a good man. For their minutes late, um, he played a lot of great defense. Um, yeah, he was always it, a scoring option, but he was that at-the-rim guy like Bogut was four or five years ago. But Bogut stepped in, man, and he's been there before. So absolutely. until I see him fail at it, I think he can fill those shoes for a couple of games. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, Bogut's a fantastic player. Um, you know what? Bogut's probably one of your favorite players all time, isn't he? Me, yeah, I think so. Because he played for the Bucks and the Warriors. I get it now. Yeah. I mean, it all makes sense. Well, and he played well for both. Of the, I mean, he, he was injured at the Bucks, so he played yep. well for a few games. Um, but, no, I think you have to respect a guy who was like, well, they need me, so I'll come play, but I'm going to go back to the Australian League after this. Like, he's just on loan right now. Yeah. So, I, I respect that. So, real quick, before we get out of here, we got about 18 minutes till tip-off. Um, Leon, you know Leon, he brought up an interesting point. Uh, I, I, he heard it from somewhere else. But free agency this offseason, obviously, Clay, or not Clay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard's a free agent, right? Yep. If you're the Warriors, I want to know which one of these two players you're taking. Clay Thompson or Kawhi Leonard? Um... I think you stick with the guy who's already in your system, who already has chemistry. Um, I'm not saying Thompson is by any means a better player than Kawhi because he's not, but I think he's close enough that the history there is more important. Um, I think there's a chance Kawhi doesn't, there's a chance he doesn't leave. I think, Um, I think that chance is growing. I still think he leaves. I think he goes to the Clippers um, the more interesting news that Stephen A. Smith actually broke this morning that I was uh, paying attention to is that it sounds like um, – Don't you dare say Kyrie Irving to the Nets. It sounds like Kyrie Irving to the Nets, right? That changes the dynamic massively because that opens a door that seems to have been cracking a little bit in the first place of Kevin Durant not leaving, yeah. right? Because if Kevin Durant can't build a team – I don't know as he leaves, and I don't think he wants to go to L.A. No. So if you if we see Kawhi, because if Kawhi leaves, he's going to L.A., right? Yeah, um, whether that be the Lakers or the Clippers. So if Kyrie is saying, I'm not going to the Knicks, 
I don't know if Kevin Durant leaves, man. And he's already so, said it's not about the money. No, I know. It's it's about his legacy. And then he's stated that for so long now. But if you're Kawhi Leonard and he stays on the Clippers, do you go to – or if he goes – or stays on the Warriors, rather. Sorry. And do you go to the Clippers then? Or do you look at the Lakers and say that's a more appeasing situation because I can win with that team? I don't know if I'm a top-tier player if I want to step into the mess that is the Lakers right now. Sure. And that's not just my opinion, like, in general. I'm not a huge Lakers fan. I don't have anything against them. I'm not, like, a Lakers hater. Um, sure. But I, I don't know if I want to step into that, that soap opera until things even out there. Clippers have a lot more cap space. They have a lot more to play with. Um, they don't have as many pieces to move to get guys, but – they do have themselves in a position where they could put those pieces into place and build a team and suddenly be the better team in L.A., right? Well, I mean, they already are the better team in L.A., but historically speaking, they're not. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm quiet if I do that. To me, as a Bucks fan, the more interesting situation is if Durant stays with Golden State and they can't afford to pay Clay Thompson, do the Bucks pay Chris Middleton or do they bring Thompson over? And would Thompson come? So I think I think Thompson would come, and I think that's a very interesting dynamic. I think we should save that for another podcast when we can get John Leon in here discuss all the possible free agent situations where we think they yes. can land. Um, yes, this is going to be the most fascinating free agency we've seen in a long time, and we're going to need several podcasts to cover it. We're going to have to do like an East and a West. See, this is funny because last year, me and uh, – little story time for the folks listening. Um, me and uh, Mike – we decided, we're, you know what, we're going to do something. We didn't have Anchor at the time. We hadn't learned about this beautiful thing that we have yet. But we were like, we're going to record on Skype through a screen uh, recording app. And then we're going to edit this video up. We're going to put it onto Facebook on Four Guys. And we're going to go from there. We ended up doing, I think it was an hour and 37 minutes on like the top reads. And then we we're going to go into the second one. And we decided to listen back on the first one quick. And the screen recording didn't know this only recorded the picture on screen and not any of the audio (laughs) so uh yeah uh we're gonna do it uh, a better way this year whether that be through our our be live section otherwise it's gonna be here on anchor like we always do our podcast but uh all right john we got 13 minutes till tip off what do you got tonight raptors or warriors that's a that's a tough one right because we don't know what thompson is doing yet i still either way i'm gonna say warriors i think first game at home i think they have the kind of momentum that the raptors had in their game one i'm gonna go raptors say clay thompson does not play tonight but uh we shall see we will see you guys next wednesday Uh, we're gonna get back on our set schedule we missed on you guys last week when we put out our finals article but we hope that that made up for you guys uh stay tuned for any new news on four guys go to thefgsr.com Otherwise, feel free to hit that donut button below um, and enjoy game three. Talk to y'all later. Cheers. Hello. How are you? Uh, not the best. What's going on, Mike? What's got you down? It's, um, I mean, I know I said we're going to do this around four or five, but um, I got a pink diamond Kawhi Leonard card in 2K, so I wanted to try him out. And um, I don't know if you know this about my team mode in 2K. Um, so the AI in 2K basically yeah. plays 
clamps defense. Okay. So there's no other way to put this. If you're a pussy, you just off ball as this and control the center the entire game. That's me. So I get into this game. This dude's team name is Off Ball Bully. I'm like, okay, this should be fun. Right, 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 right. Off balled the entire game. My big why he he was pretty good. He had 14. Okay. Um, but yeah, I run Derrick Rose on my point guard, which isn't ideal for 2K, but I do it because I'm the Chicago Roses and I got to do that. Okay. But he went like six for 12, which is Ooh. good, but in 2K, not good. No, that's, that's terrible. He ran Shaq and Manute Bowl as his forward and center, got every single rebound clogged the paint and just played off ball and it was bottom line it was 58 58 Derek Rose misses a layup with three seconds left comes down calls timeout gets a ball advance bounce pass into KD fall away unguardable cash money damn yeah so that's rough other than that um I mean, if it makes you feel any better, yesterday, um, you know I play Fortnite all the time. Sure. World Cup qualifier duos, right? Oh, okay. We are four points off of making it, me and my mystery partner, who shall not be named. Okay. Last game. Each Elim is worth a point and then placement, right? Mm-hmm. Elims die one point before placement. Missed the cup by one point. Wow. We make it to Sunday. We're talking cash money, maybe $3,500 at the, at the least. Wow. Yeah. So I feel your pain. Yeah. I feel your, I feel your, I feel your Cameron pain. There we go. Yikes. I forgot about Tied that. In a little... what's, what's Cameron Payne up to? Is he still on the Cavs? I remember we tried. I, I don't know. I just figured I'd pull a little sports reference in here, you know? I like that. We're, we're sometimes a sports podcast. You know, sometimes we talk about sports. Uh, you know, last week was food. Now we're talking about our gaming woes. And... I think what, we, what it really comes down to, um, video games are trash. True. I'm pissed. I'm just going to throw my Xbox out the window, honestly. I mean, I wouldn't do that. I mean, yeah, it's not mine either. So you know, you, you know, you need to simmer down. Huh. You know, you know, what? I'm just gonna do. I'm gonna do our shout outs of the week right now. Okay, I'm gonna give my shout out to White Claw Sizzling Water. Okay, I'm familiar because when you're on the keto diet, you can't have carbs, mm-hmm. and White Claw, my friend, only has three carbs in every can. Mm-hmm. White Claw, the drink for keto dieters. Heck yeah. What are you shouting out, Mike? I'm going to give a shout out to everybody who runs Pink Diamond KD at Point Guard. <laughs> You're a cancer to the 2K community, and I hate you. Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. Okay. Well, on that note, let's, uh, let's talk about what happened last night, Mike. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, for those of you who don't know, welcome to the Four Guys podcast where we sometimes talk about sports. Mostly. Throw, throw that out there. So last night we had a little bit of a, an important thing. What, a little bit. What? Yeah, yeah, you know. A little. Oh, his little yeah. week world series. 
Little League World Series. Yeah. Um. So Urbandale usually has a team that goes pretty far, but out of the Midwest, I really like the team that we got. So. Oh, that's good. I'm 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 hyped for you. Thanks. Absolutely. But other than that, there was the NBA draft too. Oh so. yeah. Heck yeah. 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 So, uh, Mike, you're the draft expert. I'm not going to pretend to be. I don't really know anything about these college kids, you know. Like, that's mm-hmm. not my thing. So, let's go over some categories, and let's let's find out who who uh, who was the biggest, I guess, in each of these categories. Who was the biggest winner in terms of player last night? In terms of player? Yes. I think Cam Reddish was the biggest winner. Um, Cam Reddish. Ten to the I Hawks, think... if I'm not mistaken, right? What's that? Ten to the Hawks, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep, ten to the Hawks came from the uh, pick they got from the Luka trade last year. I think that, you know, if he goes top five, he's going to end up on a team that either doesn't need him or he doesn't need them. So like, sure. if he ends up on the Knicks, um, I think they're better off taking Barrett there. Yep. If he ends up on the Lakers – or not Lakers, um, Pelicans – I mean, rather Hawks. Too bad. <laughs> yeah, if he ends up on the Pelicans, I don't think that's too bad with Zion. But they already have Ingram. Basically, he needs to go to a situation where he's just given the neon green light to develop. Sure. And I think Atlanta's perfect for that. They just got off the of Torian Prince, so they're looking for a starting three. Sure. And, I mean, I think they did a great job trading back. Um, I mean, I. Yeah, that's what I got. I think they had a really good draft. Okay, so ultimately, I mean, this boils down to him being able to be a starting three in the league, and you think he is? I think he might not be on a lot of teams, but the Hawks will give him those starting minutes. So sure. I think that's perfect for him. Okay. Well, uh, let's keep it going. Who, who's the biggest loser as player-wise in this draft? <sighs> player-wise, I – I don't know. It's got to be either Brandon Clark or Bull Bull. I mean, Bull Bull. I, I wasn't as high on Brandon Clark as a lot of people in the beginning. But, you know, after watching a few highlight tapes and, you know, looking at some of his strengths and weaknesses, I'm like, okay, I could see him going in the lottery. No problem. Him slipping to 21. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the Grizzlies got away with a steal of a pick, even if they already have Triple J at the four. Yeah. I mean, I think you can run some small ball lineups with – uh Jaron Jackson at the five, Brandon Clark at the four. They already have Ja. And yep. I mean, I'll I'll get to this later, but I think the Grizzlies did a really, really good job in this draft. Um Bull Bull falling to forty four. Just I understand you don't wanna take a chance on a seven three dude with foot problems, but sure. I mean I mean, he lacks lateral quickness. He's not the best defensively. But at the same time, if he's playing the five, all he has to do is put his arms up and he's touching the rim. Like, there's there's only so much you can knock this kid for. And right. Him dropping to 44, shout out to Denver for trading up for that heat pick and stealing him away. Yeah, I mean, Denver had a pretty good draft too, if I'm not mistaken. But moving on, um, who was the best value pick last night, Mike? Best value pick? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm really high on uh, Matisse Thibel. I was really high on him coming in. Him going to the Celtics is a great fit. Uh, Brandon Clark, like I said before, I mean, that's a 
honestly a steal at 21. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, I think, is a very good pick. Can you say that name again? Nikhil Alexander-Walker. That is a name, ladies and gentlemen. That is certainly a name. That is three names, actually. That is three names in one. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he's going to end up in New Orleans. I think that's great. He's going to be a – I mean, he kind of projects as a two. He can play some three, maybe some one, but mostly two, three. And, I mean, I think he's going to be a really, really good bench player. He could start on a few teams in a few years, I think. Sure. Right now in New Orleans, I think it's a great situation for him. Okay. Okay. Who was the biggest follower last night? Biggest follower. I mean, it's it's got to be Bull. I mean, he was just just sitting there at forty four. I mean, he he's not Taylor Horton Tucker. He's not Jalen Noel. Like he is. He was a five star guy coming out of college. He, I mean. I want to say I don't understand why he fell. I do, but just I don't understand why he fell that far. I mean, it's shocking, you know, when you have a guy who projects that high and who has so much potential, if he stays healthy, it's it's hard to see him go that low, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I was certainly shocked when I when we got past the lottery and he, wasn't, he was still there. Um, a lot of teams had a chance at a great value pick, if you ask me. Yeah. But, I mean, besides being the biggest follower, what's the biggest shock that happened last night, Mike? Biggest shock for me was Cam Johnson going eleven. Um, and you and hang on, just for a little context, Mike actually messaged me after this pick. You you were physically mad. Yes, I was. I was um, I was on the way to work and I was watching a little draft show and there's Cam Johnson. I'm like, okay, you're getting maybe the best shooter in the draft, maybe, but at eleven. And, I mean, Harrow's on the board. Langford's on the board. <laughs> I mean, you, you could go with you could go with Alexander Walker. You could go with a lot of guards. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think the Suns just wanted a ma- more mature guy. But the kid's 23. Like, he's my age. Like He's our age, literally. Yeah, it, it's like... What are you doing? Like, you aren't in win-now mode. This is a win-now guy that goes maybe in the 20s to a contender. It's like, I don't know. It was such a reach. I mean, I thought the Rui going nine, I really like Rui Hachimura. I I don't think the Wizards reached taking him nine. I think they just found their guy. And if you find your guy, you take him when you can. But Cam Johnson... It, it just might be another Justin Jackson in uh, – uh, I don't know. Sure, absolutely. Um, Biggest winner team-wise last night, Mike? Um, I think the Pelicans, honestly. Um, it's got to be either the Pelicans or the Hawks. I think they both um, made the right moves. I mean, the Pelicans sure. – they could be competing for a playoff spot without Anthony Davis. And that's really, I mean, they got Zion, they got Alexander Walker, like I said, and then they addressed the center position, picking up Jackson Hayes, which I thought was, I mean, they did exactly what they should have done. David Griffin just stepped in and he's been killing it in the small. Hang on one second. Since you brought that up, 
I, and I'm telling this to everybody who listens to this podcast, everybody who gets on this podcast or decides to talk sports with me, I swear to God, if I hear he is the next, I don't even remember his name. What's the, who's the Celtics GM? Danny Ainge. If, he, if I, I swear, if I hear, oh, he's the next Danny Ainge, I'm going to flip. He had his chance, okay? He messed it up once. He's doing good. Don't get me wrong. All credit to David Griffin. He's doing amazing. But I don't want to hear this comparison that he's this superb GM who every team should be blessed to have. Don't want to hear it. Continue. Sorry. No, you're good. I, I'd agree with that. I mean, he's he's shown one offseason that he's capable of putting stuff together. Um, Any GM who has balls, I should say. Yeah. I mean, and he did have balls. He – I mean, the Lakers had basically the same offer in the middle of the season, and he took it and ran with it, got the four pick, got off of the four pick, and it's just like, I don't know. He just, he just played it so well. He knew he didn't want DeAndre Hunter, Darius Garland. He's like, I know we need to address the center. I think we can get Hayes later, trade back with the Hawks and get Jackson Hayes. And it's just like, I mean, at the same time, the Hawks had a great draft as well. I just, I don't know. I I think he's doing a fantastic job, especially, I mean, we don't have much to go off of just this draft and the trades preceding it, but I think he did a great job. Yeah, no, I mean, this draft was a, a fantastic example of what he can do mm-hmm. you know, with a team that has free range. But, like I said before, it's one offseason, and we're not even in free agency yet. If he lands a big-name free agent, and I'm not talking like KD or anybody else, but if he lands a, a decent name to go along with these young players, then fantastic. Then I might start talking about him being the next best GM or a top-five GM, but I don't want to hear it until then. I think uh... – in this, Go ahead. in this situation, I think he's just – you don't really need a big name this year. I think – you know, the starting lineups, Lonzo, Drew, Brandon Ingram, Zion, and Jackson Hayes. I mean, that – I could roll out You're, you're playing Hayes over Julio Okafor? What? We're talking – okay, listen. You know I love my Chicago guys, but we're talking Jaleel Okafor. You want to get Jackson Hayes. balled out last year. He did, but if you have the chance to get the next Jared Allen in the door, you want to get him as much minutes as possible so he can. Oh my, next Jared Allen. Okay, it's a good player comparison. I like that. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, sure, Oklahoma will start some games, but at the same time, you you have this young core that you still want to develop. I mean, Lonzo and Ingram, you know firsthand the problems they were having with development in LA. They got a fresh start on a new team. You. You want to kick the tires, see what you really got out of them. Maybe Lonzo puts a sure. fully healthy season together. Maybe Ingram finally takes that step. And oh, now you think he can. Okay, I got you. I mean, I never thought he couldn't. I just didn't think he was as good as people were saying he was. I, th- I mean, I always, he's always had potential. This is that Lakers hate that I'm always talking about with Mike. Listen, I, I said it before and I'll say it again. I liked the Lakers when the Bulls weren't doing so hot in the early 2000s. I was a Lakers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you What do you mean you'll say? You've never said that. What do you mean? You've never said that on it. Or to me. Lamar Odom is my top three favorite players of all time. What? Uh, top five. This is news to me, folks, just so you know. I've never heard this before. 
Yeah, this has like, never been brought up in any conversation we've ever. I like Lamar Odom because he was left-handed and he was unique. I liked him a lot. Yeah. I also like Trevor Reza a lot. Hello? Did I did I break Calvin? I can't hear him. Did you break me? Yeah. I, I, I couldn't hear you for a second there, bud. That was weird. I don't like that. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, before I lose connection again, because it's your stupid iPhone. Yeah, that's what it is. Who, who was the biggest loser in last night's draft? <laughs> I mean, the Suns did next to nothing. I mean, they, they pick up <sighs> – they pick up Cam Johnson, but it's like, like is that really a good pickup for you guys? You know? Yeah, I mean, I think the whole that's thing, like the Lakers adding on Luol Deng and Timothy Moskov. Okay, you know, in a sense, yeah, it, and it's like uh, the Hornets are in a tough spot picking twelfth, but I'm not sure if PJ Washington was the answer for them either. Um, I don't know. Also, I'm. If the Magic draft one more big man, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> like, Why? You have Vucevic who might come back. You have Bamba. You have Gordon who can't play the three. I mean, it's it, – like, figure it out. Like, you have enough. Like, I know – I understand they're taking best talent available at 16. But you could have Alexander Walker. You could have Thibel. Thibel would have been perfect for them at 16 if – they're going for length and defensive. Um, I mean, you could add Baisley. I really like Darius Baisley. Oh. I'll tell you what. If them drafting another big man means that or, uh, Shaq West puts out another banger, I'm completely okay with it. I think I think uh, the clock struck midnight on Shaq West. I don't, I'm pretty sure he's just going down as a one-hit wonder, like one man sucked. That really makes you sad, man. He he had he had some bars. Yeah, so did Silento though. Remember Bombo, Silento? Bombo. Wait, yeah, you remember Silento? So no, I don't. Silento. Now I mean okay. Whip. Let's never let the boy throw that ever again. Now I mean whip whip. Now I mean ain't Okay, so you guys know that the interludes that we have before we go into or are like into our show, this is why we use those because we have no musical talent whatsoever. I have some musical talent. You're right. You have a great musical talent when it's impersonating the trombone that your parents took away from you. Listen, it's a saxophone, and if you disrespect it again, so help me God, Calvin. <laughs> okay, one more sports thing I want to talk to you about before we get off here. All right. I was reading an article the other day. And this is – Mike had no idea I was going to ask him this, just so you guys know. Mm-hmm. That the Golden State Warriors and Kevin Durant are exploring a sign-and-trade option after he signs a five-year mega deal. Or Supermax, sorry. Hmm. What are your thoughts on that? My thoughts are what team has a space for a Supermax? The Knicks do. The Knicks and Clippers. Yeah. They aren't going to do it to the Clippers. They wouldn't do that to someone in their own division. No, they would not. So what would they be getting back from the Knicks then is my next question. I mean, they they have R.J. Barrett, so there's their franchise player. 
See, I don't think they're going to trade RJ Barrett, though. Yeah, I'm saying, like, they're keeping RJ. Sure. Um, I think DeAndre's contract's up, so they wouldn't be getting him. Um, nope. I don't know if I want to kick the tires on Dennis Smith Jr. You already have sure. Steph and Quinn Cook. Um, I mean, I, there's nothing that could equal what KD would give them. There's huge draft compensation. Yeah, but I mean, you're the Knicks. You're still not going to be competing for a playoff spot next year. You need those picks. Okay, so what about a three-team trade? Three-team trade? Yeah, you know, just somebody who has pieces or cheap assets that's not necessarily a contender now, but would trade those for, say, um, three first-round draft picks or something along those lines. I mean, I just don't know how. I mean, off the top of my head, I can't think of anybody with enough space and anybody else who would trade with that team. Sure. I just – I don't see that happening. I mean, the Supermax – it's a Supermax for a reason. The reason they made the Supermax is so um, teams can keep their franchise players. They have that extra – I don't. I don't see someone signing a supermax and then getting a sign and trade offer. Okay. Well, I mean, it's part of the reason we talk about this stuff, so we can, uh, you know, explore options and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Also, um, Kevin Gelly. Yeah. Kevin yeah. Gelly, uh, becoming Matumbo's uh, nephew. Yeah. Amazing pick for the Clippers. Amazing pick. Like, I, I love watching him. In college, like he's he's kind of undersized, and you don't see him much because he plays at Florida State. Sure, but he is just—I don't know—he—he's just a monster. Like he reminds me of Montrez Harrell. Like, oh, he figures out the pick and roll game. I mean, he's already got the rim defender thing down. I think that just runs in the family. But probably, yeah. Captain Gelly's a name to watch this year. Okay, I have one question just because I'm selfish. Okay. My Lakers traded up to the 46th pick. Okay. And they took a gentleman by the name of, let me pull it up here. Taylor Horton Tucker. Taylor Horton Tucker. Iowa State's finest. Uh, wait, what? Iowa State's finest. No, I don't like him no more. Well, I don't like Iowa State either, so I don't care. Okay, well, then I love Iowa. I love him. He's good. The Chicago native? Yep. What? How do you not love this kid? I never said I didn't love him. I just don't like Iowa State. Okay, so he's 6'4", 235 pounds. If I'm not mistaken, he has a 7'1 wingspan. He is... I mean, from he's just one of the weirdest players in this draft. Like, he's good at a lot of things, but great at nothing. He's a guard. In a... So he's like Trevor Reza. <laughs> Kind of like he, he's a guard and a power forwards wingspan, but a guard mentality. It, it, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to like you can't really comp him to anybody. See, sounds really, like you're building the next NBA star there, Mike. I like it. Uh, sure, Frank. Let me get this guy's name one more time. Talon Horton Tucker, guys. Taylor, name to watch. If you pronounce it right, maybe. How do you pronounce it? Taylor Horton Tucker. Taylor Horton Tucker. 
Why do I feel like that's just some? I mean, he did grow up near like the southern or the northern parts, but I feel like that's just his father's probably a farmer or something. Sure. Taylor Horton Tucker went to Simeon. You get like, you get like a southern twang out of it. Anyways, guys. Wait, what? Anyway, guys, um, we will be back. Well, I will be back in a little bit with a special new four guy. Yeah. We have not told you guys about yet. I alluded to it. What's that? I said I alluded to it, I think. I, you might have once or twice. Um, however, you guys don't deserve to know before we tell you. So just keep that in mind. And, uh, yeah, we're going to do a little commercial break. You're going to hear Mike talk about how you guys can start your own podcast. Is that what that is? And then we'll be right back. All right. Stay frosty. Nope. What's up, guys? It is currently uh, 1-11. Not 11-11. 1-11. And I'll tell you why that's significant in just a second. It is 1-11. I am currently driving. This is an episode of The Drive for you all. This is a live reaction take, okay? Now, back to the whole 111 part, okay? 111 must be the time where when you make a wish, everything goes to hell, all right? Not 11-11, where when you wish something, it, be, it, go, it becomes true. 111. Kawhi Leonard just signed with the Clippers. Oh, and he must have went to Paul George and said, Hey, buddy. Uh, I know you want to play for the Lakers. You know, you want to come back home. I get that. Why don't you come play with me with the Clippers? Let's go win some titles. So, yeah. The Thunder traded Paul George to the Clippers. For why? I don't know. I thought you guys were trying to build a contender in OKC. And you know what? I haven't even heard the details of the trade yet. I don't really care, okay? Paul George was an MVP candidate. Guess who wasn't? Russell Westbrook. But I'm, I'm not even worried about the Thunder. I don't give a damn about the Thunder. Let's be, let's be, if, if it was... If I went through every single team... It said, which one I care about? The Thunder would probably be 29th to 30th, okay? I don't care. I really don't. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard to the Clippers. To form this tandem. To go up against LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Congrats. Congrats to... Whatever the hell the Microsoft dude is who owns the Clippers. Jerry West, you know what? You are a franchise maker, my friend. All the props in the world to you. Logo. Abs. Bar none, the biggest influencer on franchises I've seen in my lifetime. Doc, here you go, man. The keys to the kingdom. They're all yours. So, I mean, now that I got that news out, I kind of want to explain some things. Um, and just so you guys know, I'm a, I am a huge Lakers fan, obviously. Um, I'm not going to be one of those stupid people who says that the Lakers are still better than the Clippers. Because I know that they're deep. They have a bunch of young pieces. 
like I said, I don't know what got what got traded. I really don't. I just uh, for all the people out there who are going to say, and and I know that they're gonna say it. It's gonna be all over the news, everything. This brings balance to the West. There's a bunch of two-player tandems now. I don't want to hear that. Do you think the Clippers being good, or or great for that matter, is good for the NBA? Really? Please answer that question. I want you to stop and think about it before you do. When the hell have the Clippers contributed anything to the NBA? Other than being a placeholder for the days that the Lakers don't play in the Staples Center. Those days are going to change. Maybe. We'll see. LeBron and AD and Kuzma have a lot to prove. Maybe maybe they, maybe they, LeBron still is the best player in the world. Maybe Anthony Davis is a top five player like everybody's saying. And, and, and I pray to God Kyle Kuzma is a max player. Because he's the one that we kept in the Anthony Davis trade. Anthony Davis is going to be the the Lakers guy. Maybe. Who knows? Actually, what's funny, I'm going to pile onto this because it might ruin my goddamn year. Anthony Davis doesn't want to resign until the end of the year. He doesn't want to do that. So maybe the Lakers don't go as far as he wants them to. Maybe a second round exit. Maybe a second round exit to the goddamn Clippers. And Anthony Davis leaves. Hell, LeBron's got not a lot of tread left on his tires. Kyle Kuzma plays the same goddamn position. Tell you what, though, RJ Barrett, all that cap space up in New York. He does look pretty nice. Or hell, why don't you just go back to New Orleans? Play with Zion. And you're going to have all the Lakers and Zion. The league, this, and people are right. Maybe maybe this is more balanced, okay? Because if Kawhi would have went to the Lakers now, yeah, <laughs> I felt pretty damn cocky. If we got Kawhi right now with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, I got every goddamn right to be cocky. Those are titles. Titles. And you know what? Maybe it's not the worst thing in the world, okay? I, I tell you what. I When free agency started... <sighs> I didn't think the Lakers had a chance at Anthony, or at Kawhi. But then you start hearing the rumblings. Magic has a meeting with him. And maybe Magic's meeting went how he wanted it to. Maybe he didn't want to help the Lakers anymore. Maybe, maybe he pushed Kawhi to the Clippers. But I thought it was a two-team race two days in. 
I thought it was Toronto or I thought it was the Lakers. I really did. It's uh it's very shocking to me that that Kawhi has gone there. And uh I, I mean I guess while I got you guys here because I got about an hour and a half to drive yet. Maybe we can talk about the outlook for the NBA next season. But this this is part of me thinks if I just stay in Milwaukee and uh, stay at the TI concert I was just at. Part of me thinks no, maybe maybe this doesn't happen. See, this is the dumb part about being a fan, though. And you start to think, oh, maybe I caused this. Or maybe maybe you guys aren't as weird as me or uh, as, as passionate, I guess you'd call it. I don't, maybe it's not passion. Superstitious. Superstitious, that's what it is. Maybe you guys aren't as superstitious as me. But man, I really did think Kawhi was going to go to the Lakers. Let's talk about the benefits of, of, of signing with the Lakers or signing with the Clippers quick, okay? Because the Clippers have never had real success. I mean, granted, they've never had a, a player like Kawhi Leonard. They've, they've never had championship material teams. Kawhi's going to go there, and he'll probably win a title, okay? Probably, I mean, Paul George still got, what, three years left on his deal? No, he signed a five-year Supermax, didn't he? Five-year max. So him and Kawhi are probably going to be there together for four years. This is my my guess. They're going to win two titles apiece, or two titles in that four-year stretch. But the pros of going to the Clippers, right? You bring a brand up. And maybe that's the kind of guy Kawhi is, too. If you look at his 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 past, Jordan and Nike, he chose New Balance. And chance at the Lakers? He chose the Clippers. He wants to build something. And I, I respect that. I really do. Believe it or not, I, I'm okay with the move. It it hurts. It really does. Because as a Lakers fan, after all the success we've had, to think that we could possibly get Kawhi. And then he goes to the rival team. And that hurts. It does. But he's still the best two-way player in basketball. And he's going to help create something in the Clippers they've never had Steve Ballmer that's the owner the Microsoft guy hit it out of the park a team that was filled with scandals and racist outbursts that we find out about through the press and a failing team that had a big three that didn't turn out to be so big now is poised to be the best team in the West. What would the, what would the pros have been if uh, 
<laughs> Thanks, AJ. I know. What would the pros have been if uh, he goes to the Lakers? The 16-time NBA championship winning Lakers. Well, I mean, you restore power into a team that is so used to having success. You bring that back. You are the guy. Because LeBron didn't do it last year. And Anthony Davis isn't going to get credit for it. Kawhi is. This was his chance to mark his legacy. Because maybe this is a new trend, right? Maybe this is the new modern era of basketball where the Lakers aren't as heralded as they were before. I, uh, I respect your choice, Kawhi. I don't think it was the right one. Nonetheless, as I was saying before, we can talk about the positioning of the NBA. I don't know if the Clippers traded any significant role players, any rookies to the Thunder. Um, I know there was a lot of draft picks involved. Um, The Clippers are going to best team in the regular season in the West next year. Now, as far as filling out the roster goes, I don't know how each team is going to look. We'll find out. Um, I got a strong belief that if the the Lakers sign DeMarcus Cousins, that I guess will be okay. Um, it'll be a battle for supremacy in Los Angeles. But uh, as it sits right now, guys, Lakers fans, we were on top. We still got those 16 championships to hang our hat on. We'll see if LeBron can bring us one more. But brace yourself, because this could turn into a very, very dark decade. Or half of a decade, rather. Or we're the second team in Los Angeles. And it's not because the Clippers are better. But it's because the Clippers outplayed us. The Clippers maneuvered free agents to them over us. One more thing I want to add in here, okay? Because I know how it's going to be for the next... When's NBA start? Two, two months? Two, two and a half months? For the next two and a half months, I'm going to get all this Kawhi didn't come to your team talk, all right? I don't see anybody signing with the Bulls. Matter of fact, who the hell did the Warriors get? Y'all had to trade. And it was only because Durant loved y'all. The Spurs still sitting pretty empty. Unless, unless during this 15 minutes that I've been talking to y'all, 
Boogie Cousins has decided to sign with them. The NBA is going to be very interesting this year, okay? No bad. But, uh, who the hell y'all got? And come talk to me when y'all got 16 titles, okay? The only person that got something to say is BT. And that motherfucker can't even keep Kyrie. I'm out. What's up, guys? It is currently uh, 1-11. Not 11-11. 1-11. And I'll tell you why that's significant in just a second. It is 1-11. I am currently driving. This is an episode of The Drive for you all. This is a live reaction take, okay? Now, back to the whole 111 part, okay? 111 must be the time where when you make a wish, everything goes to hell, all right? Not 1111, where when you wish something, it, be, it, go, it becomes true. 111. Kawhi Leonard just signed with the Clippers. Oh, and he must have went to Paul George and said, Hey, buddy. Uh, I know you want to play for the Lakers. You know, you want to come back home. I get that. Why don't you come play with me with the Clippers? Let's go win some titles. So, yeah. The Thunder traded Paul George to the Clippers. For why? I don't know. I thought you guys were trying to build a contender in OKC. And you know what? I haven't even heard the details of the trade yet. I don't really care, okay? Paul George was an MVP candidate. Guess who wasn't? Russell Westbrook. But I'm, I'm not even worried about the Thunder. I don't give a damn about the Thunder. Let's, let's, if, if there was... If I went through every single team... It said, which one I care about? The Thunder would probably be 29th or 30th, okay? I don't care. I really don't. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard to the Clippers. To form this tandem. To go up against LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Congrats. Congrats to... Whatever the hell the Microsoft dude is who owns the Clippers. Jerry West, you know what? You are a franchise maker, my friend. All the props in the world to you. Logo. Abs. Bar none, the biggest influencer on franchises I've seen in my lifetime. Doc, here you go, man. The keys to the kingdom. They're all yours. So, I mean, now that I got that news out, I kind of want to explain some things. Um, and just so you guys know, I'm a, I am a huge Lakers fan, obviously. Um, I'm not going to be one of those stupid people who says that the Lakers are still better than the Clippers. Because I know that they're deep. They have a bunch of young pieces. Like I said, I don't know what got, what got traded. I really don't. I... For all the people out there who are going to say, and, and I know that they're going to say it, it's going to be all over the news, everything. This brings balance to the West. There's a bunch of 
two-player tandems now. I don't want to hear that. Do you think the Clippers being good, or or great for that matter, is good for the NBA? Really? Please answer that question. I want you to stop and think about it before you do. When the hell have the Clippers contributed anything to the NBA? Other than being a placeholder for the days that the Lakers don't play in the Staples Center. Those days are going to change. Maybe. We'll see. LeBron and AD and Kuzma have a lot to prove. Maybe maybe they, maybe they, LeBron still is the best player in the world. Maybe Anthony Davis is a top five player like everybody's saying. And, and, and I pray to God Kyle Kuzma is a max player because he's the one that we kept in the Anthony Davis trade. Anthony Davis is going to be the, the Lakers guy. Maybe. Who knows? Actually... What's funny, I'm going to pile onto this because it might ruin my goddamn year. Anthony Davis doesn't want to resign until the end of the year. He doesn't want to do that. So maybe the Lakers don't go as far as he wants them to. Maybe a second round exit. Maybe a second round exit to the goddamn Clippers. And Anthony Davis leaves. Hell, LeBron's got not a lot of tread left on his tires. Kyle Kuzma plays the same goddamn position. Tell you what, though, R.J. Barrett, all that cap space up in New York. He does look pretty nice. Or hell, why don't you just go back to New Orleans? Play with Zion. And you're going to have all the Lakers and Zion. The league, this, and people are right. Maybe maybe this is more balanced, okay? Because if Kawhi would have went to the Lakers now, yeah, <laughs> I felt pretty damn cocky. If we got Kawhi right now with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, I got every goddamn right to be cocky. Those are titles. Titles. And you know what? Maybe it's not the worst thing in the world, okay? I, I tell you what, I when free agency started, I didn't think the Lakers had a chance at Anth- or at Kawhi. But then you start hearing the rumblings. Magic has a meeting with them. And maybe Magic's meeting went how he wanted it to. Maybe he didn't want to help the Lakers anymore. Maybe, maybe he pushed Kawhi to the Clippers. But I thought it was a two-team race two days in. I thought it was Toronto or I thought it was the Lakers. I really did. It's, uh, it's very shocking to me that that Kawhi has gone there. And, uh, I, I mean, I guess while well, I got you guys here, because I got about an hour and a half to drive yet, maybe we can talk about the 
outlook for the NBA next season. But this, this is... Part of me thinks if I just stay in Milwaukee and uh, stay at the T.I. concert I was just at. Part of me thinks, no, maybe. Maybe this doesn't happen. See, this is the dumb part about being a fan, though. And you start to think, oh, maybe I caused this. Or maybe maybe you guys aren't as weird as me or uh, as, as passionate, I guess you'd call it. I don't. Maybe it's not passion. Superstitious. Superstitious, that's what it is. Maybe you guys aren't as superstitious as me. But man, I really did think Kawhi was going to go to the Lakers. Let's talk about the benefits of, of, of signing with the Lakers or signing with the Clippers quick, okay? Because the Clippers have never had real success. I mean, granted, they've never had a, a player like Kawhi Leonard. They've, they've never had championship material teams. Kawhi's going to go there, and he'll probably win a title, okay? Probably, I mean, Paul George still got, what, three years left on his deal? No, he signed a five-year Supermax, didn't he? Five-year max. So him and Kawhi are probably going to be there together for four years. They'll, this is my this is my guess. They're going to win two titles apiece, or two titles in that four year stretch. But the pros of going to the Clippers, right? You bring a brand up. And maybe that's the kind of guy Kawhi is too. If you look at his 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 past, Jordan and Nike, he chose New Balance. chance at the Lakers he chose the Clippers he wants to build something and I I respect that I really do believe it or not I I'm okay with the move it it hurts it really does because as a Lakers fan after all the success we've had to think that we could possibly get Kawhi then he goes to the rival team and that hurts it does but he's still the best two-way player in basketball and he's going to help create something in the Clippers they've never had Steve Ballmer that's the owner the Microsoft guy hit it out of the park a team that was filled with scandals and racist outbursts that we find out about through the press and a failing team that had a big three that didn't turn out to be so big and now is poised to be the best team in the West. What would the, what would the pros have been if... Uh, thanks, AJ. I know. What would the pros have been if uh, he goes to the Lakers? The 16-time NBA championship winning Lakers. Well, I mean, you restore power 
into a team that is so used to having success. You bring that back. You are the guy. Because LeBron didn't do it last year. And Anthony Davis isn't going to get credit for it. Kawhi is. This was his chance to mark his legacy. Because maybe this is a new trend, right? Maybe this is the new modern era of basketball where the Lakers aren't as heralded as they were before. I, uh, I respect your choice, Kawhi. I don't think it was the right one. Nonetheless, as I was saying before, we can talk about the positioning of the NBA. I don't know if the Clippers traded any significant role players, any rookies to the Thunder. Um, I know there was a lot of draft picks involved. Um, The Clippers are going to be the best team in the regular season in the West next year. Now, as far as filling out the roster goes, I don't know how each team is going to look. We'll find out. Um, I got a strong belief that if the the Lakers sign DeMarcus Cousins, that I guess will be okay. Um, it'll be a battle for supremacy in Los Angeles. But uh, as it sits right now, guys, Lakers fans, we were on top. We still got those 16 championships to hang our hat on. We'll see if LeBron can bring us one more. But brace yourself because this could turn into a very, very dark decade or half of a decade, rather. Or we're the second team in Los Angeles. And it's not because the Clippers are better. That's because the Clippers outplayed us. The Clippers maneuvered free agents to them over us. One more thing I want to add in here, okay? Because I know how it's going to be for the next... When's NBA start? Two two months? Two, Two and a half months? For the next two and a half months, I'm going to get all this Kawhi didn't come to your team talk, all right? I don't see anybody signing with the Bulls. Matter of fact, who the hell did the Warriors get? Y'all had to trade. And it was only because Durant loved y'all. The Spurs still sitting pretty empty. Unless unless during this 15 minutes that I've been talking to y'all, Boogie Cousins has decided to sign with them. The NBA is going to be very interesting this year, okay? No bad. But, uh... Who the hell y'all got? 
And come talk to me when y'all got 16 titles, okay? The only person that got something to say is BT. And that motherfucker can't even keep Kyrie. I'm out. Thank you.